That's it. That's all I'm going to say. Do, 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 do. Put your hands up, guys. Anybody that scored six goals last night. Uh-uh. Oh, hello. Let's talk about football. Forget Pattaya, forget Thailand, forget everything else. I want to talk about football. Until, of course, the weekend. And then I don't want to talk about it because I think we get hammered again. Oh, man. How you doing, guys? And uh, listen, where is he? You ain't you ain't getting away with this either. You ain't getting... Where are you? Uh, Mark Smith. Dude. Pinning his ears back. I mean, honestly, this is flipping Patty or Jimmy, right? So, basically, that bellend has started this ear concept going on. <laughs> he's just a nightmare. He really is. I love him to bits, but he's a flipping nightmare. Anyway, enough about that. How are we all doing, guys? How is everyone? It's five o'clock in the morning. The condo people are hearing me thinking that idiot's up again. He's doing his stuff. And uh, yeah, I am. I'm here. And uh, so I hope you're all well. Uh, let's get a few eggs. Uh, a few eggs. See, I just saw that comment there. Get Mr. Egg on. He's a, he's a West Bromwich fan. Um, I was actually with him the other day. I did a, a podcast with him. Really good fun, actually. I'm, can I just ask really, really quickly, do you guys listen to podcasts? Just out of interest, do you listen to podcasts? And uh, just just let me know. If you do, you do. If you don't, you don't. And if you're thinking about it, well, then, yeah. I, I did it, and I wasn't really sure what to expect. It was great fun. And you know what? You can say what you like, and you don't get censored. It was quite, actually, it was quite good, actually. So, uh, yeah. So today, man, I'm in agony, and I'll talk to you about that in a bit. I, I can barely walk, to be fair. I'm not going to lie. I'm really am in a whole world of pain at the moment, and it will become very clear and very evident why in uh, in the not so distant future in the show. I'm going to show you a stupid challenge I took on. Honestly, I I need to act my my age. I really do because I think I'm like 21, but really, obviously, I'm not. But hey ho. So uh, yeah, but today got a great great uh, lot of content to come. And I want to just, uh, well, let me let me welcome the new members first. But coming up on Sunday, I want your feedback on it. I'm, I'm really excited, but I'm really nervous. And you'll understand why in a second. Uh, but before we get into that, let me welcome our new members and um, just say, guys, thank you so much. So a welcome to Hieronymus Lane, uh, to Miko Vornanen. To Gerd Kachel DTV, flip me, mate. That was a mouthful. Uh, Mick McCormack, to Jeff Glassman, to Rob Sutton, and to Tom Day. Guys, thank you very much indeed for joining. Please send me your photo uh, to 247patea at gmail.com, and uh, I will in turn send you back your digital ID card, uh, which you can use once we open up. Oh, man, I have to laugh. I have to laugh. But anyway, so today's show, what we got coming up? Let me have a quick look. So uh, I want to talk to you about Sunday's live stream. We've got a bit of a quiz coming up later on where do you know these buildings? Some really cool buildings. Uh, we've got the sunset and sunrise photos you guys have been sending. Thank you so much for that. Some beautiful sunsets, beautiful sunsets and uh, sunrises. Uh, I'm going to give you a quick update on what I've been doing with the food handouts. And I'm also going to talk about the bar Yes, we got the bar talk coming up, uh, and my boy, my boy, he's he's been uh, performing. And uh, what else we got? Oh, today, later on today, uh, we're going to talk about Chiang Mai. So it seems like we've got a busy, busy morning, or I don't know what time it's for you. Probably late evening. I know, I know for Jimmy, it's it's, it's way past his bedtime, and he needs his blue his beauty sleep. He really does, bless him. So talk about take one for the team. He sits here and, and does the moderating for me, which I'm very grateful to, as I am with all our moderator teams. But he needs his beauty sleep. I mean, have you seen the dude? Unbelievable. It really is. Um, 
Only me says, I hope you didn't fall off the roof, uh, the roof of the buzzing bar. Yeah, the buzzing bar. We're going to talk about that in a bit. Um, there's a lot to go on about the buzzing. And do you know what? It's really, really strange. And maybe it was just my video and my poor presentation, but so much confusion came about the bar. So I think we need to just iron that one out and uh, just basically uh, try and clear it up. So uh, we'll, we'll know where we are. Uh, Bill Barber says, how did you meet your Thai woman? Uh, I met her in Thailand, mate. <laughs> oh, Joe, no, I'm sorry. Um, no, uh, she worked for a real estate company. She was the receptionist. And uh, I was in the market for uh, a, a house, and uh, I ended up buying a one. <laughs> um, Dave says, Trevor, would the bar be called the buzzing bar or the buzz in? Uh, do you know what? I've got to be honest with you. I've got to be honest with you. Um, I like that concept, buzz in, because obviously as, a, as an Englishman, I relate to having the, the local in. Um, I'm not sure people around the world would click on to that. I don't know. Maybe I'm talking rubbish, but it's going to be called the buzzing bar. Um, and, but we'll, we'll go into a, a lot more detail about the buzzing bar in due course, and uh, I'll let you tell you what it's, what it's all about. Exciting times, because uh, as quite a few people reminded me, and they're absolutely right, they're absolutely right, had, I, had you have uh, replayed videos I meant, uh, I've made about a year ago, um, I, as I said, you know, hell would freeze over before I even considered uh, running a bar. And now here I am. So, uh, yeah, unbelievable turn. Of, you know, never say never. Never, ever say never because clearly it doesn't work. Uh, but hey, Hope, you know, I'm really excited about it. I think it's going to be fantastic. There's a lot of challenges ahead. I'm not naive. I'm not stupid. I know there's going to be a lot of uh, headaches. There's going to be a lot of heart heartache, a lot of disappointment. I know all these things are coming, you know, and uh, it's what it is. But you don't get anywhere without trying, as I've proved with the YouTube channel. You know, I've worked hard at this. I've worked really, really hard, and I've got a load more to come yet, so much more to come. Poor old Queen of Patea. She's going to be rushed off her feet trying to follow what we're up to. <laughs> I shouldn't have done that show. That was terrible. Can I reverb? Uh, yeah, so anyway, where we were... <laughs> Man, um, Bobby says, what was the challenge wearing a tight stocking and heels? Well, I've done a fitness challenge, but I didn't have heels on me. I don't think my stocking, I don't think they were stockings. I think, I think my ass is so fat that my shorts look like they were stockings. Um, but I'm not sure about that. Uh, Dak Link says, uh, tell Mo to take it easy on you next time. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's um, let's let. What I want to do first is, can I get the um, the update for you? And and, it's, and I don't mean to go on about this, but it's really really important because I just want to make sure that you're consistently aware what I'm spending the money on because people are starting to say, oh, you know, how how are you getting on and what you're up to. And I had this dickhead the other day say to me, oh, I've been back through your channel and seen the amount of money that you've raised for the feeding of the homeless, and your truck is about twenty thousand bucks worth of food. Dude, as I said to him, when have I said to you, that's it, we're finished. Thanks very much. Bye-bye. We, we're out every week, and we got enough money now to go out every week for, you know, I just don't get these people. They're so, like, I don't know, don't know what to call it. Um, I, I don't want to say a bellend. The bellend's not really a fair appreciation of how important that part of your body is. Um, but, you know, what I'm saying, like, it was just really, really weird, really, really strange. But hey-ho. Uh, Travis, thank you so much indeed, my friend. There, uh, why can't I? Why won't that come up? That doesn't work. What's going on here? Hang on. Oh God, my mum's in. Oh, there we go, Travis. Thank you, my friend. That's very, very kind of you. Much appreciated, and uh, it really is. 
And we've got a, a video coming out. I was up there yesterday filming, and I will be bringing out an update what we've done up there with the children. It's absolutely fantastic, and uh, it's just going from strength to strength. And when things reopen, can't wait to take them out. So, my friend, uh, without a shadow of a doubt, that one, my friend, is for you. So, uh, in answer to the question then, so what have I been up to regarding the food handouts? Now, I put this video out the other day, um, but I'm not sure if guys that were on the uh, last Sunday's live stream have seen it. If you have... Uh, nip out and get a quick coffee if you haven't here you go hey guys how are we doing uh, welcome to day four that is amazing and uh, what's been really good this time around is that huge box there let me just show you inside uh, you can see in there there you go that's uh, that's for the kids but there was a lady here and uh, she's run off she's petrified you put Arsenal against York, okay? Arsenal against York, man. So the lady's standing here. Uh, there's five people live here. Five people. And uh, we're going to give them the rest of our supplies now. He's got water, rice, milk, yep. oil, eggs. All right, guys, so there you go. That's day four for our handout. What I'd like to say to everybody involved is thank you so much for your kindness, your generosity. As you can see today, you've made a huge difference to many, many people. So there you go. Um, that's what we did. And I'm out again this uh, later on this morning. So today, right now, it's 10 past five in the morning for me. Uh, I meet up at 9.30 every Thursday, and we're going to go out and uh, support the uh, the people out there that are in desperate need of some food and uh, supplies. So uh, that's that's where we are with things. Um, thank you very much, Jimmy. Jimmy, much appreciated there. Uh, oh, it's called a super sticker. What's that? Is that super sticker? I don't know. Never seen that word. Or did you write that? Do you write that? I'm not quite sure now. <laughs> anyway, thank you very much, my friend. It's very, very kind of you. And, of course, without a shadow of a doubt, when I can find the little button, there you go. That one is for you, my friend. Thank you so much indeed. All right, so uh, so yeah, so that's what we've been doing with the uh, with the handouts, and uh, I just want to clarify one thing. There was a lady that was very distressed, and clearly she must have some uh, mental health issues. I'm guessing, and she kind of like run off and hid in the wall cavity, and uh, it was very very difficult because she just burst into tears and wouldn't come out, and she wouldn't communicate. And you know, we did our very best off camera as well as on camera just to try and console her and just say, look, you know, don't be scared. Everything's OK. And, uh, you know, it was very distressing. It's quite hard, to be fair. It is hard. But anyway, you know, thankfully, uh, we went back a couple of days later. I went past and uh, she was sat outside and uh, I went and got to 7-Eleven. I bought her a drink and a, and a sandwich and stuff and went back and gave it to her. And she seemed OK, as OK as can be. But anyway, the point being is that... Uh, she didn't uh, stay in the, in the cavity and it was just, oh uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, talking about the handout, see, Mark, you see, no, 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 hang on, hang on, hang on. That poor child with an Arsenal shirt, hold on, he'll be bouncing off the ceiling now. Six. I mean, we're talking, I know you lot, uh, this, uh, okay, I apologize. When I mentioned that number six, you'll win. <gasps> really? Yeah. Oh, come on, let's go, let's go. No, not that six. It was an Arsenal six, which is much more important, much, much rarer. <laughs> Oh dear. Uh, where are we? Uh, oh, I just. Ben says, Hi, Trev. Been up late working tonight. Asked Annie and Cindy on Sunday show what the lucky numbers would be for the lottery. Have now bought three tickets for both numbers. 
Check it out, my man. Check it out. Good luck. Good luck. Uh, my mum's here. Hi, mum. How you doing, mum? Hope you're okay. Um, Welsh says, if it doesn't work out, you can make it a boxing club. Oh, man. Oh, you want to? Oh, I'm going to show you this video in a bit. Flip in it. You would see what I've been up to. My Lord. I thought this would be a breeze, and it's been an absolute... Oh, I, I can't walk. I'm not joking. I can't actually walk at the moment. It really is unbelievable. Uh, Travis, thank you very much indeed, my friend. I think we've done that one. I'm not sure. <laughs> anyway, if I haven't, thank you very much indeed. And uh, that, my friend, is for you. So thank you so much indeed. Sorry if I've, if I've done it. It doesn't matter. Two times, ten times, doesn't matter. Um, and when the sunset comes up, sunrise, flipping sunset. It's five o'clock in the morning, you dick. Uh, when the sunrise happens, I'll show you my pictures and share the pictures you guys have been sending in. Um, so, yeah, so that that's uh, pretty cool. Now, I want to ask you about Sunday. You may remember a while back, uh, I did an interview with a guy called Jason Mariner. Jason Mariner had a very jaded past. He was a football hooligan, organized the football hooligan stuff and everything. And uh, I actually thought it was a good thing. In terms of, I was basically just did this interview where I thought, you know, I'm just talking to another guy. He's got a bit of a jaded past. So what? Doesn't matter. We've all had our, you know, skeletons in the cupboards and all the rest of it. He was very open. He was very honest. Anyway, I did the interview and it was a real wobbler for me because it was the first interview I'd ever done where the backlash that I got was just, wow, you know, I got bombarded. I can't believe you're promoting this guy. I'm deleting your account, blah, blah, blah. I got hammered. Absolutely. And it wobbled me. I'm not going to lie. It wobbled me. But then I also got a lot of uh, support. I got a lot of people saying to me, listen, mate, you know, you're only interviewing him, so don't worry about it and carry on and crack on, which I did. I put the video. I actually deleted the video. Well, not deleted. I uh, unlisted it because I did. I worried. And uh, consequently, after all the messages of goodwill and people saying, listen, you know, don't worry about it, mate. It was just an interview. I put it back up and I'm glad I did, you know, and, and I appreciate the support that I got because I did wobble. I did have a bit of a, oh, flipping hell, like, you know, have I done something wrong here? So here we go. Now, I've got a, a guest on Sunday that I am personally, personally, I can't wait to talk to. I really, really can't. I think that this could be possibly, I think, the most enjoyable live stream I will have ever done. And I'll tell you the reason why. Let me put this guy up here. This is who's coming on the channel on Sunday. And uh, I can't wait. I can't wait. So this is the, the title. And uh, this is uh, going to be on Sunday. And it says there, as it says, I escaped from a Thai prison. And this is the gentleman in question. Okay, there he is there. Now, David McMillan is basically an, uh, a guy that was, uh, he was caught for, for smuggling uh, drugs and stuff. And he was open about it. He, you know, he, he had no issues about it. He's been very open, not just with me, but with everything he's done. And uh, basically, he is the only man ever, the only Westerner, foreigner, to have ever escaped from Klong Prem Maximum Security Prison in Bangkok. And I, I just read, read the stuff and uh, I read about his, his, uh, his story. Unbelievable, like how he did it and, and you know, what he went through and everything. And he's got a couple of books out and stuff like that. He's got a YouTube channel. And uh, so I thought, well, I'll reach out and just say, look, you know, I'd love to talk to you about, you know, how did you escape? Like, what was it like? And ask questions, and maybe you guys want to ask him questions that I can relay on to him for you. 
But I just thought, do you know what? This will be a really interesting, a really good live stream where we're going to talk to somebody that can tell you firsthand, A, that he was on, uh, you know, he's waiting to be sentenced to death and they were going to execute him. And that basically that, you know, he decided, well, in for a penny, in for a pound, if I'm going, I might as well go in style and then decided to escape. And he did. He escaped from Klong Prem. And, uh, you know, he, he really just... I think it'll be incredible. I don't know. What do you guys think? What do you guys think? I think it's going to be a good chat. I think it'll be interesting to hear his story. I think it'd be un it'd be good to know about, you know, what conditions are really like. You know, we all hear about it and stuff. Oh, yeah, it's like this, especially when they start talking about the Bangkok Hilton, which is a different prison. You know, when they start talking about all of those kind of things, about the, the, the way it is, I just think, you know, pff, wow, wow. Um, a diligent crab says here, are we going to re-arrest him? And say, he's, he's been... Um, what do you call it now? I've forgotten the posh word, but basically they binned it now. It, it, I think it was something like 35 years that they can chase him for, and then eventually they have to can it, or 25 years. It's a long time anyway, but he's uh, it's been it's been binned off, mate. That's it. It's been done now. He's a free man, and, uh, yeah, he's. He, I'm not quite sure where he's living. We'll have to ask him. But he, he's a free man now. He can't be, he can't be um, taken back because he's done – so long where they couldn't catch him. <laughs> so he's, what was that? Uh, what was that Tom Hanks film? What was the Tom Hanks film? Um, oh man. Brilliant film where he was, he was uh, assuming the identities of, of different people. Um, oh, help me out guys. You'll know. I, I forgot, but I just think it'll be really, really interesting. So anyway, so on Sunday, he'll be joining us and uh, let, let's, let's see what happens. There you go. That's what's going to happen. Um, Lewis says, can you interview the Russian Mafia in Peter? No, mate. <laughs> uh, no, it wasn't Castaway, was it? Catch Me If You Can. That's it. Jose, uh, Catch Me If You Can. What a great film that was. What a, I loved it. I loved that film. Brilliant. I actually think, if I'm being honest, uh, oh, sorry, very quickly, yeah, exonerated. That's it. That's the word I was looking for. I couldn't have even spelled that. Exonerated. Man, I couldn't spell that. Anyway, uh, but yeah, he's, he was exonerated. I like that one. I might practice that one today. I might go out to people and say, excuse me, are you exonerated? So they think, well, this guy makes me feel good. Makes me feel intelligent. <laughs> well, that's a thought that counts. Um, but yeah, I actually think uh, Tom Hanks, in my opinion, is probably one of the best actors of all time. In, in my, I, When I watch films, I ask myself afterwards, did I believe that? And Tom Hanks has this ability in my opinion maybe you disagree maybe we'll throw it out there let's throw it out there. who in your eye in your eyes is the best actor that you think do you know what that guy's just the nuts um i think i think tom hanger when i finish watching a film as i was saying i always look at it and think did i believe that and if i think believe it then uh then that's you know that to me is a, is a given and when i watch what tom hanks does i genuinely believe his role i think it's amazing amazing uh, Forrest, Gra Forrest Gump was on the run. Yeah, that was another one. Um, that was Leonardo DiCaprio. Which one? Mm. Sorry. Yeah, you're right. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Where is it? Look at that shirt. Hey? Go on, son. Go on, son. Have that. Um, yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio. That's right. He was the policeman chasing Tom Hanks, wasn't he? Or was he a policeman or whatever he was? Anyway, he was chasing him. But yeah, great. Uh, David says the UK won't extradite to a country with the death penalty. Oh, okay. I don't know where he is, actually. We'll, we'll find out on Sunday. Um, 
Lost Boy says, hi, Trev. Thanks for all your videos and helping those in need. You're very welcome, mate. You know, this this whole thing about um, helping those that need the food and that are desperately, you know, I, I, I didn't put this on the video, but I'll, I'll talk about it very quickly and then let, let's move on because um, when we did the, the food last Thursday, uh, we ordered some, we ordered 150 meals. And when we went to the areas that we wanted to go to, at the end, we had some surplus so David, who was with us, and, and Mike that kind of takes us around, basically said, well, let's go down to, um, <clears throat> excuse me, let's go down to Jontian, and we'll just hand it out on the beach. And this was exactly the reason why I do it the way we do it. We go and find these people, because literally within a nanosecond, <clears throat> people were just climbing over each other to get to the food. And yet they were, like, getting off motorbikes and stuff, and I was just like, nah, it's not really right. So, yeah, that, that was why we did it. Uh, but it just shows why I go out to the other places rather than uh, go to uh, to these queues on Beach Road and etc. Uh, says, Tom Hanks is the master of acting. Yeah, I really, really do. I really do enjoy him. Uh, Green Mile, man, what a film. What a film. And uh, who was the big dude? Um, oh, God. Uh, he never really made it, did he? Um, massive dude. Big, big guy. Um, oh, flipping hell. See, it's too early for me to do these, Clint. Clint Eastwood. Oh, uh, what was the Clint Eastwood one um, where he's the, the drill sergeant, the drill sergeant and the T-shirts the the, the and the guy that was in the bus going to the uh, training ground. Oh, brilliant. It was Heartbreak. Was it Heartbreak Ridge? Was it Heartbreak Ridge where he's the drill sergeant? Now, that was a fantastic, especially if you've been in the army like myself, you can kind of relate to it. It really was brilliant. Love that. Yeah, I think it was Heartbreak Ridge. That's it, yeah, Michael Duncan Clark. Yeah, massive dude. Man, he was a big old, big old beast. Um, but fair play to him. But, yeah, he played a really, really good role. Uh, the best actors. I... <laughs> yeah, do you know what? It, it's funny, isn't it? Like, when when uh, when you look back at replays and you see the minutest of touches, and uh, De Canio, he was the worst one, wasn't he? Let's be honest, De Canio. Oh, my Lord, I wanted to smack that lad. He just done my head in. He really was just a... You know, you just touch it, and that's it. And, and and it's hard, you know. As you know, we spoke about refereeing. I've been a, I've been a referee myself, so I understand the problems that they're in. And it happens in such a in such a, a nanosecond that you really do have to make that judgment call. And it's very very easy for people on the outside to look and go, oh yeah, you know that's easy, blah blah blah. But it isn't. It happens in an actual nanosecond, and you have to make your decision and stand by your decision. And trust me, it ain't easy. It really ain't. But yeah, Decanio, ah, oh man. Uh, Dave T says he wore stilts in the Green Mile. Did he? I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't really know that. Uh, Denzel Washington, yeah, great shout. Great shout. Uh, Drogba, yeah, he was another one when he couldn't stand on his feet. Uh, Decanio, absolutely. Uh, Shawshank Redemption, that's the one. Yeah, that's a great film. Oh, what's my favourite army film? Uh, oh, good shout, mate. I'm going to go with probably... Oh, that's a really good question because there are so many that I like. Um, you see, I like more of like the, the training ground depot kind of thing rather than the actual fighting films. Um, Bridge Over the River Choir. Yeah, that's a good shout, mate. That's a good shout. Uh Oh, sorry, just changing the subject. Where, where yeah, that, I, do you know what? Actually, you've just you've just got me there. Nick. I was just thinking that one, Full Metal Jacket. I thought that was brilliant. I love that. And 
you know, Gunner Pyle when he was there, you know, and the, and the thing was is people don't believe that, you know, when, when they see someone having a breakdown in the army, they think that's just acting. It happens. It happened to me. Um, I won't say his surname, but we had a guy in my regiment, uh, in my training depot called Dave, blah, blah, blah. And I won't say his last name. And uh, we were basically in training and it was tough. It was hard. There was no doubt about it. You know, it's not meant to be easy, is it? Let's find it. It's, it's going to be a life-changing training, which is what you're going to undertake. And it changed my life. And uh, my mum's on it. She'll tell you it changed my life. Uh, platoon, great shout, mate. Great shout. And uh, basically, so what 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 they do in the training depot, and forgive me if people are in the army, you, you'll understand this. And if you're not, well, I'm just going to share it with you very quickly. But what they do is they're very clever. So what they do is they break you down and then build you back up and break you down again and build you back up and break you down again and build you back up. So by, by that, what we use are like bed inspection, okay? Every every morning you'd have the bed block inspection, which is where you sleep. And invariably, we used to sleep on the floor because you'd make your bunk bed, your bed, immaculate, like exactly to size, to folds. Everything was immaculate. So rather than sleep on your bed and get it messy, and then you've obviously got to redo it in the morning, you don't have a lot of time because you're so tired, you want to sleep as much as you can. You would sleep on your mat on the floor. We used to have a roll mat. You know, like you see when the guys are tabbing, when they're walking around, they've got that green roll on the top there. Well, that's your, that's your, uh, that's your, your uh, sleeping mat. So we would undo the, the mat and lay on them, and that's where we would sleep. And then, of course, the NCOs would come in in the morning, blowing their whistles, banging the drums, banging the bin and everything, and then you'd, you'd get the sergeant, right? And they were very, very good at this. He'd stood to attention. And you'd, you'd, you'd rally in, 2475-7574, night, sir. And he'd be like, have you been sleeping? No, sir. Are you sure? Yes, sir. No, sir. Yes, sir. And eventually, they would get you so wound that you wouldn't know what you're saying. And eventually, they were cracking him. Have you, been, have you been sleeping? Yes, sir. Oh, toss your stuff out the window. And you're like, man. And you'd have to stand there. And you couldn't say anything. You'd be like, oh, God, he's just launched my flipping stuff out the window. And you'd stand there. And then what would happen, you'd have to leg it downstairs afterwards with your mates who also had their kit stuffed out the window. And there'd be another NCO down there holding up a PT vest or whatever item of clothing it was without your name in it. And, of course, people would be taking theirs with their name in and there'd be a poor bloke, sometimes it was me, standing there thinking, oh, no, I haven't written my name in the, in the PT vest. And then you get beasted for it. You know, you'd be up and down the program like 50 times holding your tea. I must put my name in. I must put my, but then they would build you back up. So anyway, that was a bit of long, long winded waffle, wasn't it? <laughs> um, good morning, Vietnam. Great shout there. Yeah. Uh, from here to eternity. Oh, wow. I had a breakdown after training, joining the regiment, but a bloke called major H Jones helped me out. Brilliant man. You know, and, and that's a very, very honest and, and thank you so much for sharing that. You know, it happens. It really genuinely does happen, you know. And going back to, sorry, I, I waffled on then. I, I lost my, my line of thought. So with Dave, Dave wanted to get out. And uh, basically, when you do your basic training, you you do the first, oh, man, I can't remember. I think it was, I think it was six weeks. Then you're allowed to go. No, 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 sorry. It was 11 weeks. It was a 44-week basic training course. You had the first 11 weeks. And at the end of the 11 weeks, you had your first weekend home. And you were allowed to go home. But when you went home, you then had to come back and then you had to basically give your Pledge of Allegiance to the British Army. So I remember this very, very clearly. I remember when we all lined up outside, we're all there, all back from our, our seeing our family and everything was, was brilliant. And the Sergeant Major and the platoon Sergeant, Sergeant Ibbotson, never forget, Phil Ibbotson, what an incredible man he was. And they stood out the front and our Lieutenant, Lieutenant Trix, uh, he was a dick, but anyway, but they, they stood out the front and said, right, those of you 
that wish to leave the British Army take one pace forward, turn to the right, fall out, stand over there. And you're all stood there and you're thinking, who's going? Who's going? And, and we lost about 20 guys. We lost about 20 guys. There was about 135 of us in the, in the platoon, but we lost about 20 guys. So they stepped forward and they, they'd done it on wheels today. Tossers, tossers, weak-eyed. And then the sergeant made a mockery of them and said, there you go, spineless, you are what we want. We don't need people. And they really did. They really were very brutal in their, in their destruction, these people that said, you know, it's not for me, mate, sorry. So we all stood there proud. Remember I said to you about they build you up and break you down, build you up and break you down. So we all stood there giving the chest out. Oh, yeah, I'm on. Uh, check me out. I'm, I'm going to be a soldier. I'm going to be in the army. Have this. And then what they did was they put all the people to one side that, had, that jumped out. We call it PVR, premature voluntary uh, release. They all went to one side. They're watching us. So he's just nailed them and said, what a bunch of fannies they are. We're all giving it chest out. Yeah, look at us. Next thing, they've blown the whistle. Red PT vest, denims, boots, putties, go. Right, so we legged it up, got changed, legged it back down. We're all in a big parade. So we're all there with all our red PT vests on thinking, yeah, okay, we're good. Turned us to the right, and then they started us jogging on. So we started, we would call it uh, um, tabbing. So we started tabbing. So anyway, so we're going off. Man, they ran us for about 12 12 miles, I think it was. We went all the way up the Winchester Hill, around about all the way around the back, Barton Stacey, all around this area. It was about 12 miles. And all the time they kept shouting in our ear, you think you're tough, now it really begins. You had your chance to get out and you didn't take it. Stupid you. And we're like, oh, God, like it wasn't like this before. Like, why is he so angry? And, and as I say, that was what it was like. But, yeah, Dave, unfortunately, he, um, he really did find it very difficult. And in the end, what he did was, sadly – was he climbed on top of his locker, and it's only seven foot, six, seven foot. We used to have steel lockers back in the day. He climbed on top of his locker and basically held his arms under his knees and, and edged off to the edge and just jumped down and crashed both his knees, and he actually split his left kneecap, which meant then he was discharged because he wasn't able to what they call soldier on uh, because he was, uh, he was uh, an, well, not an invalid, but he, sh he shattered his kneecap. And it was awful, you know, to see somebody go to those depths of despair because they just couldn't get out was incredible. Really, really incredible. Right. Anyway, so uh, D-Rock says, yeah, they break you down and build you up so you never question anything when it really counts. Just Yeah, absolutely. 100%. I remember when I came out of the army and I heard the word no. And I remember uh, I worked for a transport company very briefly just to get myself sorted out and, and work out. I was the HGV1 driver. And Bill Sharp was the uh, transport manager. And I never forget, he walked into the canteen room and he said to a driver there called Jamie, he said, oh, Jamie, he said, would you do the London run? No, nah, I don't want to do it today, Bill. And I was like, oh, God, he's, he's just said no. He said no. And I'm waiting for all hell to open up. And he went, oh, come on, Jamie. No, no, I ain't doing it. I ain't. And then Bill was the transport manager. He was the boss. And he's like, Trevor, he said, you know London, don't you? Yep. He said, oh, he said, would you do the trial? Yep. No, there wasn't the word no. I wasn't. I go, yep. <laughs> you know, and uh, my mum would tell you, do you remember, mum? Remember when I used to bring the lorry, the old uh, uh, watercress lorry through London to come and see you? Do you remember that? Uh, right, where are we? So now let's go. Uh, now, on a positive, let's have a bit of fun, shall we? Let's have a bit of fun. Now, here we go. So, stupid me, stupid, stupid me. I thought it would be fun to do this challenge that was offered to me from the girls in the dive bar in Soichayapu. So basically, 
what happened was they're going to do a fitness challenge where they're trying to lose a little bit of weight, etc., just tone up and, you know, make use of the downtime that we're currently going through. And they said to me, why don't you come and do the exercises with us? So there's three girls. I've done the exercise with Tip. I can barely walk. I'm not going to lie. I'm absolutely in bits. I've used muscles that I didn't. I mean, I cycle. I cycle literally no dramas whatsoever. And I can cycle at a decent pace and I can go decent distances. My Lord, I had to actually cancel my ride yesterday because I can't move. My, my thighs and my legs are in bits. But here you go. Have a watch at this. I know I'm going to get some grief for it because I deserve it. And the video will be out uh, next Thursday. Next Thursday, you can have a laugh. But here's a snippet for you. So what happened is the girls have challenged me to do a one-on-one -on -one competition. Let's go. Come on. Oh, easy one. Guys, whoever said the life of YouTubers was easy was wrong. Is that it? We finished? Yeah. Uh, pelvic thrusts. A bit of a... Oh, my good Lord. My mother watches this. Bums up. Okay. One... Oh, two, three, four, five, oh my God, six, eight, nine, oh my God, ten, flipping heck. Check these guns out, eh? Bad boys. Yeah. Look, seven, and out reminds me of Carry On with Barbara Windsor. Bing! Oh, oh. Okay, you do remember I'm 54, yeah? Right, okay, let's go, let's go. Oh, oh Jesus Christ. Two, flipping out. Three, oh, what do you mean slow? Four. <laughs> I'm laughing, but honestly, it weren't funny at the time. And I'm in bits, I really am. Like, arms and chest are okay, but my legs. And, and of course, you see, when you're cycling, you're using the same muscle all the time. But that, I mean, these like legs out here, up here, oh my good Lord, it was just awful. So I've taken one for the team because obviously I appreciate you're probably going to be more interested in watching Tip than you are about me. And there you go. See, I've just said that. And Welsh John, I wasn't watching you, Trevor. <laughs> uh, but honestly, uh, so it lasted about, oh, it was a good 18 minutes, I think it was. And we've just really... Um, We've just, we condensed it into a, yeah, TRX, that's it, the TRX. It was outrageous. And like, she did cheat, but I'll tell you what, Beer, Beer was in the background, bless her. She's she's funny as. Beer was in the background, and she's like their mamasan kind of lady, takes care of the other. And she's yakking me. Come on, T, get your legs straight. Do this, do that. I'm like, flipping hell, will you leave me alone? Like, I'm in bits here. Oh, man, but yeah, she was she was hilarious. Yeah, Andy says, piss myself, like, yeah. Uh, yes, Tip, it's nice. She is, yeah. Um, uh, she did those leg raises. What about mine? Hey, eh? uh, David, you are absolutely right, mate. All my male bravado disappeared. It really did, honestly. I walked in. Right, this is how stupidly arrogant and a dick I was. I walked in thinking to myself, "This is going to be a breeze." You know what I mean? I'm just going to nail this. You know, I've, I've been in fitness all my life. I'm uh, easy. I walked out there, and I tell you, you ask Bo. You go onto our Discord group and ask Bo. I walked out there absolutely battered i was in bits uh, nick i used to watch some yoga on tv but not for the <laughs> thank you very much my friends very very kind of you thank you so much indeed and of course my man that one goes to you uh but yeah it was it was oh, mental so that'll be out on thursday next thursday 
you can have a look at that. It was a bit of fun. Well, not fun, but it 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 it, it was meant to be fun. And uh, so I've got two more, two more. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna challenge mine next, I think. And uh, yeah, it really, really was so hard, like proper, so hard. Uh, they never do those pelvic thrusts when they give me. <laughs> We well, going to the wrong places, then, son, aren't you? Sort yourself out, eh? <laughs> Which ones are you going to? Clearly, the wrong ones. Um, best thing to do is stick at it when you are starting MMA. Yeah, I mean, I felt like I'd done like ten rounds when I came out. Honestly, I felt worse on that than I felt when I boxed. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Um, Darling says humbled. Yeah, honestly, mate, I was. It was just unbelievable. Really, really was. I mean, she did cheat a little bit. She was like bouncing back up again. You know, she was using those airbags, whereas I obviously couldn't, and that wasn't very good. But, uh, um, Clive, do you know what, mate? Honestly, that's hilarious you should say that because, Bo bless her, you know, ties are very respectful in the way they speak to people. So she always calls me couldn't because that's the polite way of saying it to somebody, especially as like without being a, I'm a boss. And she says, can tea. And I'm thinking, one of these days, girls, one of these days, girl, you're going to slip. <laughs> and I'm thinking, do you know what? If I, if I was in her shoes, I think, yeah, I could get away with that. <laughs> oh, David, thank you very much indeed, my friend. That's very, very kind of you. Thank you so much indeed. And, uh, of course, my friend, that one is for you. Thank you so much indeed. And the video will be out on Thursday, and the links are in there for their uh, their YouTube channel and, the, and the, what they've done and how it all works. But, yeah, oh, man, it was just – unbelievable it really was uh john says you still have a stronger elbow <laughs> now i know what you're referring to the old elbow test oh it's even then that hurts a little bit flipping out um a deep tissue massage mate i couldn't bow <laughs> um ghb says i'll be in thailand next week the first time in 18 months next week oh nice mate where are you going whereabouts will you be where are you going to go uh, but yeah, uh, so yeah, that uh, that was a shock to the system. And what's even worse is I've still got two more sessions to go and do. Unreal, two more sessions. Um. Oh yeah, yeah, so yeah, so I've got two more. So anyway, look out for this video. This is the one. There you go. Oh, I just have a quick swig of my coffee. That's my coffee. Now I'm on to be gin. You proud of me, mother? <laughs> Oh, I wish. Actually, no, I don't wish. I'll be slaughtered. Now, on uh, what's today, Thursday? So on Saturday, Saturday, while we're in the mood of talking about things I'm up to, or, yeah, I'll keep it up to. I was quite, I was going to say into, then I thought, no, don't do that. That's, all, that's terrible. I'll get mashed for that. Um, uh, where am I? Ah, uh, oh, that's today. Right, yes. Yeah, so today, uh, later on today. Now, do you remember uh, Case, Case 1? I did a, a Bangkok collaboration with him. He was walking around Bangkok and uh, talking about all the things going on. Well, he's up in Chiang Mai. So uh, I got in touch with him. I said, look, mate, it'd be really nice if we could have a chat about Chiang Mai and about what's going on up there. And, and I'll tell you what, I was really surprised. It's doing a lot better than what it is here, that's for sure. Um, so basically what we've done, if you've done a collaboration, it's going to be out later on today. Have a watch of it. Casey's a really nice guy. He's a really good guy. Uh, the reason I like him so much as well is he's very upbeat. He's, I consider myself to be quite upbeat, um, but he's the same. He's very upbeat, very energetic, and I like his style. I think he's got a really good channel. So uh, have a watch. It's going to be out later on. And uh, he shows us all around uh, uh, Chiang Mai. And I've got to say, 
it, it's looking good, mate. It's looking good. It's looking a lot better than here. And uh, we'll talk about it here later on. Uh, Andy says, ha, I couldn't see. Yeah, I know. It's flipping. Wow. It's close, isn't it? Uh, Paul Hoskins says, male pelvic thrusts are different to females. Well, exactly. We're doing it that way, and they're doing it that way. It's a Let's not go down that road. Uh, and also, on Saturday, uh, Bernie Numb says, what is that? Oh, right. Okay, one second. Right, so what's the Bosch thing? So basically, nice picture, mate. <laughs> um, uh, uh, sorry, uh, Sky, I'll come to you in a second, Rocky. So, yeah, uh, the Bosch thing. When I first started this live streaming that I said I would never do that I've now do twice a week and love it, um, I used to get quite carried away. And, you know, people would be very kind and send me in super chats and they'd be supporting whether I was donating uh, the money to the uh, orphanage, to the Bankrude Jar Orphanage, or whether I was doing what I'm doing at the moment, which is the food handouts. So I got quite excited and quite animated. And I won't do it because people are around and you're going to yak at me and people might be listening in there exercising. But what I used to do, I used to, when it was going to go, oh, bosh, really loud, really loud. It's just my little kind of like trademark, I guess. Um, and then people started complaining. <laughs> And they keep saying to me, Trev, I'm not saying anything bad, but, mate, can you tone the Boshes down because they're blowing my lug holes out when I've got my earphones in. And I didn't give that a second thought, to be fair. I really didn't. So, anyway, so I've gone from doing, like, all these Bosh into, like, the, the quiet Bosh animation now because I just uh, – I, I was uh, upsetting a few people. Uh, D-Rock says, Tip is looking very fine. What about me? I was doing my business. I was doing the business there, mate. Come on. Uh, potato, potato. Hi, mate. Have a good morning. Chot decab, chot decab. I like the way you've done that upside down stuff. That's pretty funky. How have you managed to do that? How did you do that? That's pretty cool. Um, Rocky says, Trev, how about skydiving? Well, here's the thing. Now, you know, we are going to relight this little candle. Um, don't forget that the challenge was that if we raised enough money, uh, I'm going back now. God, I don't know how long now. Maybe Four months ago, maybe, maybe a bit longer. I'm not can't remember. Anyway, uh, the deal was if they raised some some money, which we did, I would do a skydive, and I'm gonna flip and do that zip wire thing and jump in. Um, it's still there. I'm still gonna do them. I'm just waiting for them to open, and then we're gonna go do it. And regarding uh, the skydive, I'm also gonna pay for it out of my own pocket for Mo to come and join me, my missus, because I want her to shit herself the same as I've got. <laughs> In for a penny, in for a pound. So, yeah, so she's got to do it. But, yeah, I'm going to do it. Uh, I will do the skydive and I will do the zip line. The zip line I really don't want to do. That's the one thing I really, really don't want to do. Uh, Michael says, I will say one thing, pal. You are relentless on your YouTube channel. Do you ever come up for <laughs> You never seem to switch off. You're a million mile I, I just think, like, I... I I don't do things by halves, and that's my problem. Whatever I whatever I do, do or don't do, I do it to the maximum of my ability, only because then I can look back and say, if it fails, well, I gave it my best shot. And that's always been my kind of attitude in life in general. You know, whenever I've done, like, my cleaning company, my window cleaning company, you know, I've worked my nuts off for that for 22 years, and I built up a very, very successful window cleaning company. You know, it was the second biggest company in the south of England. So... I just think, like with anything, you know, if you're going to do stuff, you've got to do it to your max, isn't you? Because if you don't, then you're only cheating yourself, really. And then when you look back and say, well, it didn't work, you know, well, it didn't work because you didn't put the effort in. Um, so, yeah, I guess um, I do do a lot. And I am tired. I'm not going to lie. I am tired. I'm, I'm really tired, to be fair. 
But then I look at the long-term goal, and the long-term goal with the buzzing brand is far, far exceeding my original expectations. I did this YouTube channel just as a bit of fun, really, as a crack. Didn't really think anything of it. And I think we're now like something crazy, like 28,800 subscribers. And if you haven't subscribed, guys, please subscribe. Uh, and uh, if nothing else, it just floats my ego. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I just, you know, the thing is, Michael, to answer your question in its fullness, I'm very, very uh, dedicated to stuff I do. If I do it, I do it to 110% or I don't do it. And that's just my my attitude in life. It's just the way I've always, always been. And, yes, I am tired. But, hey-ho, it is what it is. Uh, Pete says, sadly, I was one of those people. Sort of. what, what do you mean, mate? So I'm not quite sure what you're referring to, one of those people. What do you mean, my friend? Help me out, my man. Uh, Gordon says, ex-squadding mentality. Yeah, quite possibly, mate. Uh, you know, obviously in the, in the army, you don't have an option to quit. You know, it's, it's just unheard of. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, maybe that's what it is. Uh, Daniel says, hey, Trev, how's it hanging? Uh, slightly to the right, mate, crushed against me right testicle. I'm good, mate. You? Um, Trev, will the test subject to see if it works properly? Trev, Trev, will the test subject to see if it works properly? Andy, is that waistcoat tightening up your vocabulary here, mate? What's going on? <laughs> Uh, what is Buzzing Potato? Is that a bar name? Buzzing Potato is what you're watching now, my friend. It's just a YouTube channel and a, and a there is a bar coming, and we're going to talk about that in a bit. Uh, we'll talk in a, a little bit more time. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it, it's uh, it's just what you're on now, my friend. Uh, Tim Mice says, "How about some likes, people? What have I got? Oh, three. <laughs> three is better than none." Um. Jimmy, he's a lovely one, isn't he? I'm sure the zip line won't be too rusty. Well, you see, now this is where you shot yourself in the foot, isn't it? Hey, old big licks. Because if it is rusty and it does snap, well, I'll use me lug holes to flap myself down like Dumbo. Have that. Yeah, see? Uh, yeah, Pete, uh, has Pete replied? Hang on. I, just, I did ask him. Uh, William Brown says, Trev, make sure they've tightened up the cable on the zip line. <laughs> Yeah, I've got to be honest with you. I don't really. That that's the one thing. I, jumping out of the airplane. Yeah, I'm not going. I'm not going to look forward to it. Well, I will look forward to it because I won't. I never quit. I, I never back out of stuff, even if it comes back and bites me on the arse like it has done in past life. Um, I won't. I won't chicken out. I'll do it. I'll do both. It's just that the 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 tower thing. It's when you. I've got to physically push myself off the edge. If someone went up and boshed, just pushed me out. Well, then it's done, isn't it? I'm on my way. It's simple. But for me to actually edge my way off and, and you know, get my ass off that sliding uh, slip tray that they use, that's the bit. Because there's that one tiny, like, meter where you just boing and then, you, then, then you're going down. And to be fair, once it goes down, I mean, I've seen it so many times. It looks pretty boring, to be fair. But it's that little bit of getting off the edge. That's the bit. The, the sky dive is completely different kettle of fish, isn't it? Because that's easy. I'm just strapped to some dude, hopefully, and I and I land with the same dude, hopefully. Um, but yeah, you know that that doesn't bother me because at the end of the day, they're in control. They're the ones that are doing what they do every day of the week, so no dramas. Uh, Steve uh, Steptoe says, "Great job, Trevor. Top live stream. I love channels like yours because well, thank you, mate. You know, it, it the the thing with this channel, and I, and I feel like I'm a bit like an old record here." Um, but the thing with this is, honestly, I'm tired now and I still bring you content every day. 
I'm petrified when things really do open because I have got a million things to bring to you. And I really generally have got a million different things. And and once we'll, we'll, we'll keep going for the hour mark. The hour mark, we'll do our quiz. And after quiz, I want to dig in about the buzzing bar. And I'll explain to you about that and what's going to happen there. But there's so much. There is so, so much coming. And I think what's been really nice in, in many ways for me as an individual is like when, when everything was up and running and everything was, was as normal, you don't really have a lot of time to think because you're constantly busy, you're constantly doing stuff, and you don't really get any downtime to say, do you know what, let's have a think about this. Whereas obviously now with everything being closed, it did give me an opportunity to sit back and say to myself, well, okay, what is the future of Patea? Where is Patea going? What can I bring to the table that think maybe people will be interested in? And there is amazingly a lot, a lot that we can do. It's like with the membership here on, on the, the YouTube channel. The buzzing members here, honestly, I, 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 I'm, I'm quite scared in many ways because I've got many bars saying to me, can I, can I join the membership area where I'll give your members a free shot if they come in and they buy a drink? I'm like, yeah, of course we can. The more the merrier. I think we're up to about 21 bars now, potentially. I've got restaurants now that are coming to me and saying, look, how can we promote us on your buzzing and, and you know, what do we do for your members? So I've got stuff like that. There, there's so much. We'll talk about that after in the, in the second half. But, yeah, there's so, so much. So, so much. Uh, Tyler, Geordie, hello, mate. How are you doing? Uh, Paige just ain't going to any higher than the buzzing bar. <laughs> uh, John Glott says, yours and Steve's determination to be the best at what you do is exactly the reason why you and your new business tree town will be the best in particular. Well, it's very kind of you. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say that it's going to be the best because that's a, that's not how I visualize it. But the one thing I like about Steve, and, and again, well, let, let's keep that to the second half, but Steve's very similar to me in his attitude. And I think that's why me and Steve get on very well. He's a very much a do-doer than a dreamer and, and that was that's what i like about him uh crocodile sunday says trevor have you already stopped the non-members messages because my last tenth have been ignored it's a bit no mate not at all not at all i, I don't stop any messages mate I, I, to be honest with you i don't even know how, well unless i ban you and i can't ban you because you're here so no mate i'm really honestly truthfully have no idea what you're talking about there my friend all i can say is if you've written a message that's perhaps maybe not uh, not good for the channel, maybe because I don't want to go into it, but there's a, there's a certain theme that seems to be going around in circles a bit at the moment. So if you if that's your angle, then yeah, sure. That um, you know Jimmy and the lads and and uh, Gabby and uh, and uh, Andy and that they'll delete the message, but I'm not deleting any message, mate. Uh, Nick Franco says, "Come to my buzzing bar on soy somewhere." <laughs> Thank you, Nick. That's very, very kind of you, my friend. Absolutely top man. Thank you so much indeed. And of course, without a shadow of a doubt, there you go. That one is for you. Thank you so much. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I don't. Uh... All right. So Jimmy's saying there, please no swearing, guys. And so if that's if that's the angle of your message, then that'll be why it doesn't get through. <clears throat> um, Paul says, is there going to be a special buzzing bar cocktail? Um, I, listen, you know. Uh, without trying to be like sound like an old record, we'll, we'll talk about the buzzing bar in part two mostly. Um, but basically, you know, there's a lot to come yet. And the thing is, it's about what you guys want. That's what makes this different. Uh, to all, make sure that you're on live chat and not top chat. Oh, okay. Ah, that's a great shout. Yeah, that's an error that I made ages ago. Um, if you if you click on the button somewhere, 
um, you you get to see the top chats, or if you click on it, you get to see the whole chats. That that was something I did wrong ages ago. Uh, Clive says a gin and tea. Uh, D Rock says Nick found top donation, but yeah, absolutely. Thank you, uh, Trevoka Martini. A <laughs> uh, buzz, Nick. Come on, buzzing beaver bar for the now. Ah, oh, man, in the structure at Senelaga. I've been to Senelaga, uh, which is out in Germany, guys, in case you're not sure. Uh, in structure at Senelaga parachute jump course, never had a refusal to jump. He, he boot you out on the static line when the plane banked. He was a sergeant. I was a lance corporal, so couldn't complain. Yeah, yeah, you can't say nothing, can you? And that, that's the trouble, is you really generally, and, and people don't understand that. And when you talk about, like, ranks in the Army, let's not go back into the Army, but when you talk about rank, you cannot say anything. You've just got to go, Sarge, that's it. End of, end of. Uh, any chance of beer pong at the buzzing bar? No, 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 no. It's not, it's not going to be that. We, you'll see in a minute. Anyway, um, Mike says, you're looking for a good salesman, Trev, to plug your channel. Got some great ideas that I can bring to the table. My friend, listen, I'm always open to anybody and anyone who's got ideas. Uh, without a shadow of a doubt, my friend, you know, listen, mate, ping me an email. Just send them over to me. And by all means, we can talk. No problems. Paul Patea says, good morning, Trev and Co. Freaking early birds. Hey, it's the best time of the day. In fact, not long now, and the old the old current bun's going to come up, and we'll have a look at that. A white cock? No, definitely not a white cocktail. <laughs> uh, Michael says, not disunion power, but I think the new unit you're over is a tad dark and needs some windows. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it in part two, mate, because it may, maybe it was my fault, but it's clearly, obviously my message getting out there has, has failed and you'll see it in a minute don't worry mate but we've got it uh you can call your special drink the night crawler <laughs> uh, buzzing bourbon <laughs> that's a great shot i just we, we just got the buzzing shot that that was all uh that's all we've got really is the buzzing shot so uh, uh jesse says congrats again and thank you my friend thank you so much Ian. and let me get rid of the uh that one there you go but yeah get in touch my friend get in touch any business ideas i'm always open to listen etc etc Right, so, um, oh, very quickly, anybody that hasn't joined, have a look at the old uh, the buzzing league there. I'm doing terrible. I think I'm 128th. <laughs> uh, but to be honest with you, I don't really have a lot of time to, to mess about with the teams. I just do a quick jump in, mess about with it, and jump out. And clearly, it ain't working because I'm 128th. Um, but have a look at it. If you haven't joined the buzzing, it's not too league. Uh, not too league. It's not too late. Uh, have a look and uh, join the fun. And it's, I mean, some of the guys in there flipping out, talk about like experts, they're, they're flying, like really flying. And like, there's me, I'm like, it's like they're in a Ferrari Lamborghini or whatever, and I'm in a, I'm, I'm on the back of a broom. <laughs> and if you haven't joined our Discord group, guys, come on, get on there, get on the Discord group. It's brilliant. It really, really is full, uh, full up with like fantastic information, great people. It really, really is good, guys. Jump on there and uh, sort yourself out and have a, have a, have a gander. It's really, really worth it. Uh, Bedsweiler, the missing motorbike cocktail. <laughs> uh, Dave saw it. How'd you come to buy in Christmas? If yeah, I, it's going to be open, mate. It has to be. We can't just stay shut forever. Has to be. Absolutely has to be. Uh, coconut juice at the bar. Are you talking about the coconut? See, this is the problem. Isn't it? Like when people put in like the, their words, I'm thinking, is that a little bit of a trickery on words like coconut bar down on Beach Road? Coconut bar, yeah. Uh, see, mate, yeah, you're in it, Ace. I don't like that end bit. What's that all about? I thought you were just about praises. Then Trev six 0 tonight. I think it'll be the other round. Yeah, I think it probably will. 
Marcus says, I personally think the buzzing brand will become a leading brand like the retox bars could have been great times. Earlier. We'll see, my friend. We'll see. You know, it won't be for the want to try and and it, and and the one thing that is very very uh, clear in my mind is that we will basically listen to what people are asking us and we'll do the best we can. And that that's it. Uh, you're bottom of the league because your team is. <laughs> no, I've got a couple. Only a couple. Come on. A Conti special. Got to be really careful when you say that, and you mind you, it's a good way of saying it because then you can basically. You know, just call me that without you know, any offence. <laughs> Mind you, I get called it anyway, so it doesn't matter about. Uh, Michael says, "How about the jacuzzi came about, or you, or you're 100." Um, we, we'll talk about part two, mate. We'll talk about honestly. Trust me, we can we can thrash the bar situation out in part two. And the reason I want to leave it to part two is because it's it's quite early for some people here, and uh, I'm hopefully a few more people will join in, etc., etc. But anyway, we'll thrash that one out. Don't worry. Uh, Evening, Trevor and the Mod. So, which local restaurant will we supply food to the Buzzing Bar? I pray it's Nicky's. Don't, we'll, we'll talk about that. Don't worry. Right. Okay. So, now let's have a look at the. Let's do our. Let's do our quiz show. I've got a really good quiz today. And uh, by the time we've done the quiz, the old current bun will be up, and then we go. So, oh, actually, no. Let me just quickly say this. I want to say this to my boy. There you go. That's my boy. I'm chuffed to nuts for him. Uh, this weekend, just gone, he won the men's club championship meaning that he beat every every one of the players that were there in the club all the pros the, the not the uh, pros all the we beat the club pros and uh the scratch players and everything and uh, he won it and he's the youngest ever golf player there in the he's just turned 14 he's a strapping lad as you can see and he's just he just won the men's championship and um it was funny actually because I, I, I messaged him. I was like, I rang him up. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm so pleased for you, son. Absolutely, you know, so proud of you. And he looked a bit down. And I'm like, mate, like, what's up? Nothing, Dad. I said, well, come on, son. I said, you won. He said, yeah. He said, but the thing is, Dad, he said, like, I missed a couple of shots I shouldn't have missed. And I'm like, son, be able. You've, you've just, you know, you've just nailed. I think he had to play about seven or eight players to get to the final to beat this guy. This guy was you know, pegged to be the winner and he nailed him. And the funny thing is, is I don't know how much you know about golf. So forgive me if I'm talking and insulting your intelligence, but bear in mind, I don't really know a lot, but basically he starts off at like a 36 handicap. And then you've got to try and get yourself all the way down to, to what they call scratch, which is zero. Then when you get to that level, you then go to the other side, you start going pluses. Well, he's only plus one. I mean, so I said to him the other day, I said, so hang on, what you're saying, son, is if I do pluck up the courage to play you at golf again, not that I will because I throw tantrums because I don't like losing, you've got to give me two shots on every hole and three shots on the hardest hole. And he's like, yeah, but it don't matter, Dad. I'll still thrash you. <laughs> I'm like, okay, thanks, mate. Yeah, but yeah, so he's plus one. Uh, Welsh John. See, so there you go. Now, now Welsh John's playing at uh, one handicap, which is fantastic. Whereas my son's at plus one, meaning he'd have to give John, who would probably beat most people he's playing, he'd have to give him two shots on the two hardest holes. How mental is that? Uh, Norman says, you won't see no sun this morning with all that cloud up there. I don't know, mate. It's having a, it's having a peep. It's having a peep. We might be all right. And uh, Paul says, stick to Paul. Yeah, you see, well, that's the thing, you see. He thrashes me at golf, and I do get a teddy tantrum. I do. I, I lob my clubs and all sorts, and I, I have a right go at him. I really do. Sometimes he'll sit and he'll giggle like when on the course. I'm like, don't laugh. Ain't funny. Have a bit of respect for your opponent. And uh, oh, sorry, Welsh John says no. Your son is minus one. Okay, yeah. See, he called. See, they call it plus. 
He's plus one. I, I, I don't know, mate. I'm, I'm, I know, I'm not arguing. I'm sure you're right, mate. Well, he is, he, he's got the zero, then he's gone another one down. So, yeah, that does make sense. Minus one, yeah. Um, but basically, and uh, he, he's mild better than me, but he laughs. And if I duff a shot and he laughs, I want to stick my club up his ass. Um, uh, Paro says, bloody hell, Tyler's not even open yet, and so is the bar, and you and you guys all want to know about drinks and food and relax. Uh, relax. I, I think it's a fair shout, mate. Come on, it's, you know, at the end of the day, it's something new. It's something that you're going to get a say in, and I think that's important. And, uh, yeah, you know, it doesn't uh, it doesn't hurt, does it? Uh, Paddy G, well done, Trevson. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, Gabby says, well done. Thank you, my friend. Uh, Paul says, can I wear my thong in the bar? Uh, depends how big it is. <laughs> Um, Phil says, congratulations to your son, Trev. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm chuffed with it. You know, Aiden, he's dedicated and, you know, he lives for golf, which is fantastic. He's 14, so he's just getting to that age. You know what I'm saying? All the temptations are going to be starting thrown his way. Hopefully, he will get through them. He's surrounded by a fantastic, you know, his mum and Gary are incredible. Um, they support him beyond uh, anywhere I could. Um, and, and he's just generally surrounded by good people. So, hopefully temptations that I failed dismally at and just became a dick. He won't, you know, throw it away. But, you know, he's a kid and he's going to make those mistakes and all we can do is be around him to, to pick him up if he does and just say, you know, come on, mate. Uh, Scotia Dice says, plus one is excellent. But, yeah, I mean, so his next challenge before this year finishes is he wants to get into the uh, England under-18s regional team. That's his next step. That's his next goal. And uh, if he carries on like he is, you know, fingers crossed it should it should happen. But, you know, I don't know. I don't know nothing about that. So we'll see. But good luck, son. And uh, if you ever do get bored and you watch my late, he doesn't even follow my YouTube channel. He's too busy talking to his mates. Um, but, yeah, he's, uh, you know, if you are watching, son, I love you and I'm proud of you and well done. Uh, Gordon Rafferty says, plus one is excellent. Darren Clark and Rory. Yeah, plus it. I, I asked him that question. I said to him, like, and, and it's funny. In many ways, and let's not make this the Aiden Golf Show, but um, in many ways, I think he doesn't appreciate just how good he is because I said to him about this plus one situation, and uh, I said to him, so what would like Rory McIlroy, uh, Rory McIlroy in that be on? And he said about plus eight, plus nine, but I thought what you said, I thought was about plus six. And the way he went, oh, no, so they're about plus six, I think. And I'm thinking, dude, you're on plus one. You're five behind these, these world leaders. But anyway. Anyway, so, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But good on him and well done, son. Proud as fuck. Right. Uh, so how is the COVID laws there now? And go and visit. Uh, we, we can't, mate. We're, we're pretty much stranded, same as we were for him. Let me tell you, because there's a bit of brass monkeys now. That's better. Um, you know, nothing's opening. We've got food deliveries. There is talk. Um, funny enough, I was uh, – next week, the, uh, the uh, coffee chat show will be um, – with Adam from Patea News, and uh, he's he's a very very knowledgeable guy. He's been here he's been here a while. He knows his stuff. He's got his finger on the pulse regarding news, and he was sharing some interesting things with us about the future of Patea and what they are considering to do, which was definitely worth a watch. It's out next week, uh, AJ, which is um, Monday and well, be on Monday and Friday next week. But yeah, very very knowledgeable guy. And, you know, without giving away the interview, basically, you know, there's a lot of things that are going to happen. And, and I think, you know, it won't be too long. It won't be too long. Uh, but where is this home course? It's in uh, Tidworth, my friend, Tidworth. Um, uh, well, Trev says, hi, Trev. Uh, came here late. Are we going to have a Q&A for the bar? No, be uh, in a bit, mate. In fact, right, let's, let's, let's do me quiz now. It's going to come up after this. Right, so let's do me quiz. Right, now, 
as I know that a lot of you flipping cheat. So I'm not going to do questions you can Google. Well, I hope not. I don't know how you can do this. I don't think you can get away with this. So I've got what I consider to be one, two, three, four, five, five buildings, interesting buildings that I want you guys to see if you can tell me where and what it's called. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, Thailand Jordan's here. So that's good, mate. Let's have a look and let's see what you can do. So here you go. Um, the first one. Let's start with a nice one there. There you go. Now, look at that bad boy. Now, that is something else. And these are real buildings. This is not like Photoshop stuff. This is a real actual building. And the question is, what is the building called and where is it? What is that building called and where is it? It's not in France. Nope. Oh, the guard. Yeah. That Lynn says that's in France. No, it's not. Uh, the guard says it's in Prague. Gavin says Barcelona. Thailand. Where's Thailand? That's not the lean tab. Either. Uh, the Eiffel Tower in Scarborough. Uh, Eiffel Tower. Oh, dear. Uh, Scott Green. Nope, you're not right there. UK says Prague. But no one's got the name. No one's got the name yet. Anybody got the name? Come on. I love it when I get stuff going. And I know you're frantically Googling now. Paul says Prague. All right, so let, let's go with the Prague theme. You're absolutely right. It is in Prague. Do you know the name? Da -da -da. See, you're actually all Google. Ah, oh, see, I knew it. Richie Rich. Right, hands up. No lying. Don't, don't blag me. You Googled that, didn't you? You just Googled it. You went, Strange Houses, Prague. I, I know what you've done, because that's how I do it. <laughs> yeah, it's called the Dancing House in Prague. What a place. What a place. Right. Uh, Philip says, your first building job. Mate, you want to see my Lego constructions? They were amazing. Honestly, they were amazing. Um. <laughs> I love that. That's brilliant. Uh, William says, part on the right was knocked up in the morning because that was the good part. And the pub lunch and then the left was done in the afternoon. <laughs> oh, man. Absolutely. Right. OK, so let's go for the next one. And I'm quite pleased with that. I think I've done all right. You, you lot didn't bat me straight away. Uh, let me just take that comment out. One second. There we go. All right. So next one. Here we go. Where is this? What a construction this place was. And this place actually got into the a lot of uh, problems. And they actually sued the company that, that built this uh, this area. And it made, like, huge news where it was. But the question is, where is it? Clive says, as we chatted, at least no dead people, but the architect has passed away. <laughs> uh, New York, nope. Paul Hoss says, did you ever... Oh, mate, I love my Lego. Uh Dacklin says, wow, that looks terrible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Welsh John says, Egypt. No, it's not in Egypt, my friend. But this this cost millions, like millions. And uh, the concept that they put together was meant to be quite funky. But unfortunately, as you can see, it went a bit too funky. And they ended up taking the development company to, to court, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Mark Smith says, China. No. D-Rock says, Dubai. No, I, I would have thought Dubai because they do all that funky stuff, don't they? Uh, Brett says Chicago. No, uh, didn't grab one knee, chop gap. <laughs> I think, I've, oh, no, I was just about to say, I think I've won one. Um, 
Jimmy says, Dallas. Uh, Andrew says, what that? Yeah, it's very, very real, mate. It's an actual place. It really is. And I'll, I'll tell you in a second. Ah, oh, world travels. Fair shout, mate. Uh, me, <laughs> Elephant and Castle. Yeah, that was a place, wasn't it? Let me know. Uh, Legoland. No, again, I could get the logic in that. Grimsby. <laughs> uh, Philip says, looks like someone from a Looney Tunes movie. Well, I'll tell you where it is. And uh, <clears throat> it is the sta uh, status center in Massachusetts. And, uh, yep, yeah, and where are we? Uh, World Travels, he says he's actually been there. Fair play, mate. What was it like? Because it looks completely off the rails. And uh, where are we? There was another um, – I was, I was just about to say, oh, I think I've won this one. And then it, in it came. Where are you? I've got you. I'm not going to miss you. Oh, there you go. Yeah, Gavin. Gavin said it as well, the Sata Center. So, yeah, what a place. What a place. All right, okay, cool. Not bad. Uh, let's go for this one. Now, this one, I think, is a lot, lot harder. I'll be I'll be very surprised if people get this one. <clears throat> there you go. And I'll tell you why I've picked this one. This actually won an award for being the most architectural, beautiful house that's been built. I personally think it looks like a crock of shit, but that's just me personally. But, um, yeah, this place won an award, believe it or not. I'll tell you what, while you're looking at that picture, I'm a bit gutted. The flipping current bun out there has disappeared. You were right about the clouds. Yeah, it's not good. So where do you think this place is? It's a very famous house. Uh, no, it's not in Chiang Mai. It's not in China. And it's not in Japan. Uh, New Hampshire. No. Finsbury Park. No. California. No. Winch oh, Gene. Flipping egg. How did you know that? How in the world did you know that? That's outrageous. Uh, Clive says, if an architect is not dead, someone needed to shoot. <laughs> oh, I can't believe that. Uh, I, I, pre I, I did press that button too quickly, actually. But Gavin, yeah, Winchester Mystery House. Man, yeah, Gene Lucas, Winchester House in the USA. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And um, it's actually in San Jose, Uh but, yeah, what a place. What a place. And uh, it, it won awards, believe it or not. It won awards. I was like, wow. Right, next one. Three down. Uh, North Korea, America. No, I, Captain Bill says I quite like it. I mean, I suppose when you look at it, I mean, it does look like kind of nice, but it's just those turrets on the sides and that. I'm thinking, oh, that doesn't look very nice. And there's a lot of, like, pointy bits in there. Do you know what I mean? It's very... Um, Symmetrical. That's a posh word for me, mate. Symmetrical. I didn't even Google that word. How cool was that? Um, but yeah, so, uh, but yeah, that's what it is. Oh, Zachary says, the lady you owned was haunted by all the folks who got shot. She was in the heir to the Winchester Gun Fortune. Man, I didn't know that. Wow, thank you very much for that. I did not know that. D-Rock says, Trev is posh, mate. You know what I mean? Hey, don't judge a book by its cover. Inside, I'm a how now, brown cow. Uh, but really, on the outside, I don't look like a concrete slab. <laughs> uh, right, where are we? Um, yeah, right, so my next one. Now, this one, this one. Dudes, if you Google this, you're cheating yourself and you're cheating me. Come on, let, let's go for this. Let's see, please, no Googling at that. <laughs> what a beaut. No Googling. Look at that bad boy. Now, I'll tell you what, while you're looking at that, imagine, see them steps right at the very front here. Imagine going out, right, I'm off, love. I'm going down to the pub, meet me mates, and you come back leathered. Imagine trying to walk up or climb or go back down. God, dear. 
Uh, right, what have we got here? Barcelona, nope. Portugal, nope. Switzerland, nope. Oh, hang on, I better check on this one. Uh, England, nope. Uh, let me get me back. Space Station, it does look like it. Uh, Kazakhstan, <laughs> the start of an 80s horror movie. <laughs> Karat, no, it's not Karat. Uh, Bavaria, no, I'll tell you what. Andy Wheeler, is that the only place you play goal? It's probably about the only place I might win a game, mate. <laughs> uh, William Brown says it's Arsenal's ground. We ain't got anything that good, mate. <laughs> Space Station, no. Oh, I've done the ones. Uh, let's carry on down. Ron Jeremy, mate. What a name drop that is. What a name drop that is. Uh, the Castle of London, no. Uh, Colorado. Uh, well, we've got Colorado. Yeah, you, you've got Colorado, right? That's where it is. But I haven't missed you, mate. Don't worry. I haven't missed you. I'm going to come back to you. Bloody show off. Um, Austria, nope. Scotland, nope. Might be Jimmy's house, actually. Could be. Now, do you know, when he's got that picture of him with his beard on the old Discord group, it kind of fits, doesn't it? Because Jimmy looks like a bit of a wizard with that one. And, uh, you know, that, that would actually fit nicely with his, uh, with his house. But I'll tell you what, and I need to ask you this question, right? And I, and I know Billy Ball, all right? Please be honest with me. How are you getting all these? How are you getting all these? Come on, no, no, Billy. How are you getting all these? Because, yeah, Gavin is absolutely spot on again. Are you like screenshotting these and Google, reverse Google imaging? What are you doing? How are you getting these? Come on, fess up. Don't tell me you know all these because otherwise you will be my phone and friend if ever I get on the uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire show. But how are you doing it? Jimmy, uh, Buzz's mum's house, so you can't come home drunk here. Oh, yeah, my mum's seen me in a few states, especially when I was younger. Flipping heck. Uh, Jimmy says, leave me alone, you bully. You're calling me a bully? I'll tell you what, he nails me in Discord. Absolutely. I mean, we have great banner. We call each other whatever we want, and both of us know it's nothing personal. But flipping hell, he nails me. Absolutely batters me. So you can have that one. I don't care. <laughs> Uh, the Mile Eye Clock Tower. I want to know where where is it? Come on, Gavin says I'm an art. Straight up, uh, uh, you see, this is the problem, right? People can lead me down a garden path here, and I don't know. So Gavin says he's an architect. Are you really an architect? I, I don't honestly know, mate. So you know, you can you can lead me down a garden path here because I've got no way of telling. But I'll tell you what, though, you do you do know your buildings. I'll give you that. And he says photo scan on a phone. Ah, okay. Scan the screenshot. Ah, flipping hell. Right. Okay. So I've got to up my game, and I because clearly Google's not helping me. And here he is. See, look what I mean. Right. I do not have big ears. <laughs> uh, Gavin says, "Mind you, missed the first one." Uh, are you X for four? Cheers, Trev and chat. Thank you, my friend. Great to have you with us, my man. Great to have you with us. Uh, Trevor is link working, mate. Which link, mate? Are you on about for Discord? Uh, Hang on one second. If you're on about Discord, do 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 do. TJ King says, "Are there any British vloggers with hair?" Well, you see, you know why why I've got the hairstyle I have. I've told people about why I've done that. I came here with more hair than Jimmy, and then I thought I could speak Thai. I went into the hairdresser and said, "I want only a little bit taken off." She took the whole lot off because she told me I said it wrong. <laughs> and then after that day, I kept it that way. Um, let me just throw an invite for you. One second. So um, this is the most recent invite. There you go. That's the most recent invite for uh, Discord. If you haven't joined, guys, jump over. Um, 
again, I know I sound like an old record, but truthfully, there is going to be so much coming into the Discord group once things open up. Honestly, uh, you'll be um, you'll, you'll be a surprise. You really will be surprised. Uh, Nick Dean has hair. Yeah, he does. Yeah, Nick's got a, a good and and uh, Brian. Brian's got hair. Uh, who else? Who else has got hair? Uh, Queen of Potash. She's got hair. Probably in both departments. Um, who else have we got? Come on, who else have we got with hair? I'm trying to think. Who else has got hair? That's a, a um, well, uh, um, Kaiser. Yeah, Kaiser's got hair. Um, well, anyway, quite a few. Yeah, Dean, you tell him. You flipping tell him, mate. I ain't happy about that. Well, sadly, have I got a picture of yourself with hair? Uh, yeah, I have, mate. Um, I don't know. I can quickly. I can't bring that onto the chat. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll throw it out there on Sunday. Uh, do you know? Yeah, I'll throw it out there Sunday. I'll throw it out Sunday. Uh, Gary says 3,630 members on Discord. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. It really is. And, um, I can just see massive things growing from it. And we're going to talk about the bar in a second. And there's a lot of good things coming to that regarding what I'm talking about now. Anyway, blah, 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 blah. Um, right, where are we? Uh, all right, last one. Right, this one's easy. If you lot don't get this, there's something wrong with you. Right, my last one then. Um, sorry, going back to that, that was called the Bishop's Castle in Colorado. Uh, now, this one, if you need to Google this, you shouldn't be on this ch on this channel. Where's that? Easy. I had to put one easy one in just to make Jimmy feel better about himself. Do -do. Now, see, I've, I've got a bit of a time delay on these comments now because uh, what's been um, happening is I've been announcing comments that should have been deleted and, and my team delete them. Jimmy and uh, Andy and Gabby and, and the guys delete them for me. But they don't delete on this system I'm using. So then uh, I I, um, I announce them, and then I get grief on them. They say, bloody hell, Trev, we deleted that, and you, you went and said it. <laughs> um, Welsh John says, Las Vegas. No, my friend. Bally High Pier. Well, that kind of really, like, I'm not surprised by that comment, to be fair. I'm really not surprised. In Duckland. Uh, Andy Wheeler. Andy there says, Bangkok. Uh, William says, Bangkok. Uh, Clive, no idea. Clive, sort yourself out. Come on, flipping it, mate. Um, Paul says Singapore. No, my friend, no. Victor says, Paddy, Jimmy, I agree. I wish I had more time for Discord. Yeah, Discord's brilliant. Thailand, Geordie, dude, how are you telling me you've got no idea? Come on, I appreciate everyone's honesty, but really? Really? Uh, Dakling says, what the hell is that building? <laughs> well, I'll tell you where we are. Uh, let's go scroll back up. Let's get it right. Uh, where are we? Yeah, Andy says Bangkok. Will says Bangkok. And it is. <clears throat> um, it's actually the, called the Elephant Tower. And as you look at that building, look at the very top right-hand corner. And you've got that, that circle. The circle resembles the eye. The gold part resembles the tusks. And then the rest of it resembles what they believe or perceive to be an elephant-style-looking building. And that's what it's for. There you go. You heard it here 
first. <laughs> well, not first. It's been around years. But anyway, um, Brendan, thank you so much, my friend. That's very, very kind of you for that. Uh, top man, thank you so much. And, of course, uh, without a shadow of doubt, my friend, that one is for you. Thank you so much. And uh, all the all the super chats that I get sent in, they all go to the uh, hand food food handouts and to the bank jar. So thank you very much for that. Right. So before we dig into the bar, uh, we've got 30 minutes, which is perfect. Uh, I just want to share these pictures. Of it. So this morning, this was not this morning, sorry, yesterday morning. Uh, let me just take that chat out. There you go. Thank you very much. Um, yeah. So yesterday I took these pictures. This was my view in the morning look at that beautiful now if you look in the middle there you see the orange part that's a tree and then i went and got my real camera and then got a close-up of it look at that how beautiful is that absolutely fantastic sadly today has not happened i can't believe it the day i want to talk about sunrises and sunsets and that happens but i want to say thank you to these guys uh simon in dortmund uh sent in that picture i love that i like the way those uh, power lines just hang because i think they look really I don't know. They just look daunting, don't they? I, I don't know. Something about those kind of pictures I really, really enjoy. Uh, Keith, in now, I apologise. It's in Wales. If I get this wrong, Lang, Langollen, Langollen. So hopefully I got that right. Uh, Bobby, there. Bobby's over in Darwin. Look at that. Beautiful, beautiful. Fair play, my friend. And Jeff is in Malia in Crete. And uh, I hope that's an Arsenal game you're watching. I tried to zoom in on that picture, but I couldn't see it. But anyway, I hope that's an Arsenal game you're watching. And more importantly. Uh, we won. <laughs> right. So uh, where are we? Singapore. Paddy, Jimmy. Uh, I says he agree with you times. Uh, looks like a sewing machine. <laughs> it did, didn't it? Uh, right. OK. So let me catch up with you guys now. Um, oh, thank World Travis. It's food for wonderful Thai people. Thank you so much indeed, Dave Master. Thank you so much, my friend. And uh, yeah, like I said, I'm out again uh, later on. The start. Well, when we finish here, uh, what's time now? It's up past well, it's 20 past six. So. In three hours' time, I'm out there doing it again, and uh, we're going to go off. And uh, there you go, my friend. That one is for you. Thank you so much indeed, my man. Okay, so, uh, right, let's talk about this then, shall we? Let's let's do this because I know I've had incredible amount of messages. Unbelievable. So, the buzzing bath. So, first things first, as you know, it's in Treetown. And as you now know, you know which building it is. And basically... Uh, the situation is this. Um, you may or may not know, I've uh, I've been in talks a lot with Steve. Steve that's got uh, Camel Toe, Club Fate, um, uh, Cave Bar, and Maggie Mays. And Steve's been here a while. He, he knows the score far, far better than I do. And they want to open up a nightclub in Treetown. And on the top of the nightclub is a huge area, huge, huge area. And basically what that has uh, given me an opportunity to do is to put a buzzing bar on the roof. So when I did the video the other day and I showed you inside the buzzing bar or in, inside downstairs, I apologize if the video wasn't clear enough. I thought it was, but it clearly wasn't because I had quite a few people saying to me, oh, it's too dark inside. There's no front windows. It's just an inside box and all that. Absolutely correct. But that will be what will ultimately be called escape. And that is going to be a nightclub, which I'm going to help uh, Steve with in terms of like marketing and stuff. That means on the roof, we are going to create this. Let me show you this. Uh, where are we? 
Uh, here we go. Right. So this is the new layout for the buzzing bar. And this is upstairs. OK, so basically, as you're looking at it now, those stairs at the very front are the stairs that you will see at the front of the, 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 uh, the club in the tree town area. And as you can see there, there's two long white strips with the black chairs. That is for those of you who want to do people watching. And I promise you the view from there is fantastic. It really is. Then you've got the sun lounger areas where you've got uh, lounge chairs and tables where you can sit. So there's six of them. And in the middle there, you see that uh, hexagonal kind of shape. That is the bar with seats all the way around the bar. So if you want to just sit there on your own, you can do. You can sit at the front on your own because some people said, I don't want to be forced into sitting with people, et cetera, et cetera. I get that. So you do have the opportunity there to sit on your own as well as if you're with mates, you can sit under the sun lounger, the gazebo styles. Now, if you look at that central bar, the white bar there, look just to the right of it. You can see there there's glass doors there. And either side of the bar, there will be two doors leading down into the air-conditioned area there that you can see. Okay, and that area inside, you can't quite see now, but there will be an area there for a uh, live band. There are windows. You see the two big windows there on the right-hand side and the left-hand side. And the reason why there's no windows at the far end is because – when you play pool, the last thing you want is a bright white window right in your face with the sun glaring down. It's my pet hate. So I'm trying to please people that want to play pool. And we will have a pool team for the buzzing bar. So then you can see there's lots of uh, areas there where there's tables and chairs, like high stalls and high tables. And you can just see in the right corner, that's our own toilets. So there will be a, 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 a nice toilet block there, which is our own. And just to the right, you see that black uh, edge? That is actually going to be a desk facing the wall where I will do live streams from and uh, other bits and pieces. But the camera will be facing inbound, okay? It's not going to be facing you guys. It's going to be inbound. So hopefully that clears up a bit of the confusion about the bar. So... That's what we're seeing now. If you look in that, uh, if you're looking at that image on the left-hand side there of the inside part of the buzzing bar, there's windows. There's going to be a huge notice board where I've got things I'm going to be putting on there. There's so much to come yet. So please, um, you know, bear with me. If you looked at the original one, there was a jacuzzi, and to be fair, I thought it was a great idea, and you guys said it was a rubbish idea. And then when I looked at the logics of it. I actually thought to myself, you know, you're right. If you was to go up there and, and two things, this is two reasons why we binned off the uh, the jacuzzi idea is number one, there's the beach club opposite, which has got a huge swimming pool and it's much, much better kitted out if that's your kind of thing. And secondly, like people were saying, you start having water going everywhere. People going from the bar at the front into the toilet area and they might slip or whatever. So I thought, you know what? Yeah, that's absolutely right. And some people saying, I don't want to sit there in a, in a jacuzzi with people walking around me. And it's not really that the, the right. And I listened. So I went back to the table and I said, look, guys, I want to knock that on the head. And uh, that's what we've done. So we've binned it off. So, you know, again, you know, I do listen to everything that you say. Uh, Gordon, thank you very much indeed, my friend. That's very, very kind of you. And uh, I'll, I'll give you the Bosch afterwards, my friend. I'll just, I'll, I'll, it'll take that image off and I don't want to jump around. Um, in terms of the size, so it's 170 meters square inside and 120 meters square outside. So you can see it's a decent size. It's a decent size place. 
Um, so, you know, it is designed for all of us. Uh, thank you, World Travels. That's very, very kind of you, my friend. Uh, is Stephen bringing any of his girls to the club? I don't know any of them at all. Yes, of course. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we'll talk about the girls in a minute because that's another uh, conversation that seems to have rattled a few cages. So basically, uh, let me... Uh, Right, let me just, sorry, I'm only pausing because I just want to check on, right. Okay, so William, now let's answer this question because this seems to be getting banded around quite a lot as well. So all of that is on the roof, yes. But before we build it, there's two things I want to explain to you. Number one, there is already a concrete block where the internal, the internal air conditioned area is. There's already a concrete block there. But before we go any further with this design concept, we are getting in a structural engineer to do a full survey that we then have to present to City Hall and to the planning department to get their approval to do this. So it may, may, dare I say it, have a few issues if it's not structurally sound enough to take what we want to do. Having said that, I think there's no issues. And we've had a good look at it. We've had a look at the, the internal concrete columns and the big poles inside, etc. I think we are fine. But it will be structurally sound before you set foot on it. Trust me. There is no ifs or buts about it. It will all be doing exactly what it needs to tick those boxes. So in terms of putting it up on the roof, yes. In terms of will it be structurally sound, yes. In terms of will it be safe, Yes, all of those all those boxes will be ticked, I assure you. Um, right, so let's see what questions are. Um, Joe says, where's the actual bar in that picture? So if you're looking at that picture, my friend, you see the, 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 front, the, the front three um, sun lounges, and then you've got that, like, odd-shaped building in the middle. Well, that's a big sit-around bar. It's a big, big sit-around bar. So basically, you can sit there. And uh, you can either have your drink. Well, that is the bar. That's that's where you're going to sit. Uh, Declan says, why do the tables inside have holes in the middle? Is uh, the, Ignore the holes. Ignore the holes. It was just that was the design that was easy to click on on the uh, on the design software that was being used. Um, but no, there, there won't be holes in them. Imagine that. Oh, my beer's gone in the middle. Um, no, that's not going to happen. Uh, Desmond says, looks nice, but I hope we can. Yeah, I hope you can as well, my friend. I really, really can't. Um, Zachary says, I like having the inside and out. Well, you see, now this answers another question because people are saying to me, oh, well, that's a bloody stupid idea because when it rains, what are we going to do? Just sit there with an umbrella? No, you're going to go into the other area that's bigger than the outside area. So the idea is that, you know, we will cater for everything. This isn't something that's just been tossed on the table and just, oh, yeah, we just have a bar. We, you know, a lot of thought has gone into this, a lot of thought. And there's still a lot more to come. So please don't hold me to this as if, like, this is it, this is done and dusted. There's a lot more to come from this yet still. Um, I'm just scrolling back up because I think I've missed something. Uh, no, I haven't. Uh, right. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Right, where are I? Uh... Tyler Geordie says, I know no playing with the staff, but what about groping the managers and the owners? Okay, so let's do the girls' situation. Um, shall I leave the picture up or should we just bin that off now? Have you seen enough of that? Shall I leave it up or should I? Well, I'll, I'll put it there anyway. Um, Irish lad, thank you very much indeed, my friend. That's very, very kind of you. Very, very kind. Thank you so much. Um, so, yeah, shall, I, shall I take that picture or should we leave it up there for a bit? I don't know. 
Um, right, so the girls. Let's talk about the girls. Hello, someone's bleeding me. Right. Um, in terms of the girls, so we need to just establish where we sit with this. There, uh, David, sorry, I'm, I'm hesitating because I'm getting a million questions here. Sorry. So, right, the girls. We're only going to have maybe six staff, let's just say, because, you know, obviously we've got to think about making the bar popular enough that people come and we need to make sure that you're taken care of when you do come. So the six girls that will work, let's just say, let's just say six, they can't be bar findable because then I'm going down to five, then down to four. And then you're going to sit there waiting for your beer and think, flipping hell, like, what's going on? Like, I've been waiting like 10 minutes for my beer. And that's unacceptable in my eyes. That's unacceptable. You should get your beer when you press your buzzer and you should get it. So I think at the end of the day, you know, if you put the girls in that situation and somebody buys the girl a drink and now he wants to stick his hand up a skirt and all the rest of it and play around and have fun, there is a thousand places in this city that you can go and do that. And fair play. I've got no extra grind with whatever is your your ticket that ticks your box. But I'm not saying that we won't have girls in the bar because I am very privileged that I know a lot of girls here because of my photography and et cetera, et cetera. And I will be saying to a lot of the girls about coming in as freelancers. And in regards to the question about the girls that work in Steve's bars, you know, some of these bars may close a bit early. So if they do, then sure, you know, these girls, I want as many girls to come into the bar as possible. All I'm saying is it's just the buzzing staff only that you can't interact with like that kind of interaction. However, when they finish work, guys, they can do what they want. It doesn't matter. And there's no bar fine. You can do what you want. It doesn't matter. Irrelevant. But during working hours, their focus has to be making sure that you guys have your beer, it's cold, and you're taken care of. What I don't want and what I won't allow is to see girls sitting there like, oh, I'm just going to play my phone. I'm going to ignore. Oh, yeah, I'll go in there in a minute. I've got to speak to me, boy. No, you're more important than anything else. Anything else in that bar, you are the number one focus, hands down. So that's why the girls are not bar findable, as in working. But if you want to buy the girls a drink, and again, I'm just trying to figure out the best way forwards, what I, what I want to do is I want to put in a situation where you can press the, a, a buzzer like a Bosch and that when you hit the Bosch, you can buy the service staff a, a drink because I would like that for them to reward them because obviously if they can't interact like interact like that, then in many ways they're losing out themselves. So I want to try and balance it so that you get the benefit of it, excellent service staff and the service staff get the benefit of, of, a, of a Bosch buzzer being being hit and, you know, and they can earn a bit of money. So does that make sense? That kind of like fit in with what you're looking for? <clears throat> uh, World Travels. Oh, thank you, my friend. It says, when we hit the buzzer, we are going to have, uh, we are going to have buzzers. Also, I love the fact that girls are off limits. makes it easier to bring in the missus. Yeah, you know, of course you can bring in your missus. You know, there's no doubt about that. And I want that to be a place where you can kind of like interact and bring your missus and have your mates and people, and I've had a few people saying, well, if I can't sit there and play around and I'm not coming, well, okay, it's, it's fine. You know, I'm not asking you to come into the buzzing bar for that environment. I'm asking you to use the buzzing bar as a meeting point, as a place to meet people. We're going to have like meet and greet days. I don't want to say too much now because there's a lot to come, but there's so much going to come. 
There really is so much that's going to come to this bar. It's not just going to be your everyday bar. And that's no disrespect to people's bars. I love every bar. You know, it's, it's not a problem. I'm not being disrespectful. But what I'm trying to say to you is, remember where this came from. This came from you guys. You guys are the ones that gave me the confidence to do what we're going to do. You guys are the ones that have been supporting me from day one and have been, you know, on the channel and et cetera, et cetera. So this is where this came from. Let me get rid of that picture. Now it's getting on my tits. I don't know about yours. Uh, let's take that away. So, <coughs> excuse me. So this is where this has come from. And a year ago, if you just said to me, you're going to open up a bar, I'd have laughed you off the stall. I said, behave, you know. So therefore, this has only become a realistic opportunity because of what you guys have brought to the channel so the idea then is i have to repay that and the way i repay that is to make sure when you come into the bar it will be what you're looking for in terms of service cold beers a flannel the cold flannel yes you're going to get the cold flannel which is better than the cold shoulder <laughs> but you know it's about you i want you to say right let's meet at the buzzing bar then you go go off and have your fun guys and there will be evenings when we're going to bring in like a band. We're going to like jamming sessions and things like that. And other, other things that we've got pool competitions, obviously, um, because, you know, I need to teach you boys how to play. And I know a few of you think you're going to have a dabble with me, like Andy, the waistcoat. He's having it. I'll pop his buttons off of them bad boys. Um, but, you know, in all fairness, there's a lot to come outside. I want you just to sit out there. And if I can get some girls to come up as well and they sit out there with you, you know, fantastic. You get a winner, I get a winner. And the girls in the bar are left alone. They can still, you know, do their job. So I think that's, you know, I think that's how it should be. Uh, John says, staff solely focused on serving drinks fast and with a smile and no fun. It's exactly. Well, you know, I I think that. I think that. Uh, Andy's, Andy's disturbed me. Tyler <laughs> uh, Joyce, can you bring your gadgets in me? What's that, mate? You mean like your gadget, your phone? The girls won't be playing the phone. No. Uh, China, what type of beers are you going to have? I don't know. Uh, this is where Steve really comes into the element because obviously he's forgotten far more than I know. Or train's going to go past. Now he's going to go. Mm, let's have a listen. No. Oh, okay, that's good. Um, so I don't know. I have to be guided by Steve. I know a lot of people have been putting in their input, and all this input does get written down, and it is discussed, and it will be discussed. So there's a lot more things to come in. Uh, World Trail says repeat. Sorry, Trev, you said wait 10 minutes for the girls to come after hitting the buzzer. No, my friend, no. So on each each table, there'll be a buzzer. And when you press the buzzer, it will go to the cashier and she'll say, right, this one needs to, uh, this table, table three, and the girl will come there and, and take your order, go and get your beers and bring them back to you. That That's that's how it's going to work. So it'll be a buzzer just to say, right, table four, go and do table four. And this just really reiterates what I'm saying to you. And, and think about it from your side of, of the table as well. So let's just say you're in that situation where you want the company and the interaction. Let's just say. And you sat there, you bought the girl a drink, and you get to know each other, and suddenly, oh, I, I've got to go serve customer. One second. And you sit there for five minutes, or maybe ten minutes, because maybe there's other stuff she has to do. How are you going to feel? I know how hard feel. I think flipping out. What's that all about? And the thing I hate about these, and here's here's a good example. Here's a good example. The thing that I hate about that situation is you go into an agogo bar, and a girl's dancing, and she finishes her dance, and you're like, "Yeah, I'll buy you a drink. Come sit down and have a chat with me." So you buy her a drink, and ten minutes later, oh, I have to go dance. 
well, hang on, I've just bought you a drink, like, to sit with me, not to go back up and dance again. Like, what's that about? That drives me nuts. And I understand the concept from the from the stage point of view that they don't want it empty, so they need the girls up. But then if I was in charge, and I might be wrong because I don't know what I'm doing, so I might be wrong. But if I was in charge, I would incentivize you. I'd say, listen, girls, if you don't want to be heels up on the, ta- on the, on the go-go stage, we'll dance a bit better than the left, right, left, right, left i'm bored i want to go out tonight left you know put some energy in and that way people that come in will look go flip out she's fun and smile at the customers and engage the customers and eye contact and all the rest of it and then you'll get bought drinks if you get bought drinks you don't have to go and dance so that will incentivize the people that don't really dance to dance in my opinion so do you see where i'm coming from maybe i'm talking crap there but that's what i'm thinking that's how i think so going back to my girls I don't want them interacting with you to then leave you sat there like a melon if you just bought them a drink, because that's unfair. In my eyes, I think that's unfair. Uh, Gary, thank you very much, Gary. It's very, very kind of you, my friend. Uh, Trev, doing a great job. First watch the late, great Kev fan of Jimmy. Oh, thanks so much, man. Yeah, Kev was a lovely guy, wasn't he? Nice guy. All right, people. Yeah, he was a lovely guy. Bless him. God bless yourself. Uh, am I available for a bar fight? Now, here's the, Right, I want to throw this out here. Can I throw this out here? I want your, I want your input on this, because... Originally, I've said no, and I've, I've been speaking to, to, to Steve about how all his managers interact with, with people that go and see him, uh, his managers, etc. So can I ask this question, guys, please? And I don't know how to ask it, so I can only ask it the way I see it, and this is how I see it. So basically, people have been asking me, will there be a manager's drink? So Because I, I suppose, I don't like that word, but anyway, that'll be a Trev drink. We'll call it a, a buzz drink. Whatever, doesn't matter. But anyway, if I if I if you come in the bar and I happen to be in there and you say, Hi Trev, how you doing, mate? Um, come and join me. Can I get you a beer? Initially, I said to, to Steve, I've been talking to Steve out because he's my sounding board. He he's very knowledgeable in what we're gonna do. And I said to him, you know, that's fine. And Steve said, Well, yeah, you have a manager's drink where you'll get like a little tip, like a 20 bar extra charge on the big and, and help you earn a bit more extra money. And I was like, nah, bollocks that I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want to sit down with someone suddenly like, uh, uh, I don't know, I'm talking theoretically, so don't hold me to this, but like says a 70 bar beer or 60 bar beer or whatever bar beer it is. And then when you get your bin, you're like, oh, Trev's drinks extra. I think that sucks. But then when uh, when when Steve explained it to me, I said, but that's the norm here because, you know, the manager's working hard and he's trying to keep everything together and all the rest of it. And people generally are happy to do that. What do you guys think? I'm not asking you because I want the 20 bars. I'm asking you because I just think it was a bit naughty. Well, not naughty. I'm not used to it. So I'm learning every day here. <clears throat> and I don't know if other bars do that. I don't know what their system system is. I trust Steve impeccably. You know, I absolutely trust him with everything he tells me. So would it be acceptable if you bought me a beer that was an extra 20 bar on top? I don't know. Is that right? What do you what do you think, guys? Yeah, and be honest. I'm, I'm not going to take any harm about it because I'm happy either way. I mean, you know, it really is. It's just it's nice that you'd even come and say hello. So I'm not I'm not wanting to like add money to a bin. But what do you think? Should it be a, a, a Trev's drink is slightly more expensive and and I make twenty bar? I mean, I'll give it to the girls anyway. But do you know what I'm saying? It's just I don't know. What do you think, guys? Be honest. Be honest. Apparently, it's the done thing here, and a lot of managers get what they call like lady drinks. So, I don't know. What do you think, guys? Uh, Shane says, Bar fine, Trev. 
I wonder how much I charge. Someone wanted a bar for me. I reckon I'll, I, I reckon I'll, I'll probably squeeze out a ten bar, ten bar. That'd be a, that'd be a, a, that'd be a Billy bargain, wouldn't it? And that'd be for me to go home and leave you alone, so you can stay there and enjoy the rest of your evening without me being there. <clears throat> Put the extra money. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to take an income like that. You know, it's not my situation. Tillich uh, says you are the owner, not the manager. But, but I am the manager because I'm going to be there managing. I like, I'm, I'm, I will be there, so I don't really. I don't know. It's just, this is so new to me. Uh, D-Rock, it'll be okay. Okay, cool. That's fine. Trez Bar finds only 20 bucks. What a bargain. See, you're prepared to pay twice what I even said, Dick. Um, is Mo going to be the man? No, Mo's not going to be near the bar. I mean, she'll be in there when she comes down to see me. Of course, absolutely fine. Uh, but no, you know, my family are up in Karat, as you all guys know, as everybody knows, and I make no secret of that. And that's where I want to stay, you know. So her family life, she's with all her family. I love it. We speak to each other about six, seven times a day. And, um, you know, when when I'm allowed to travel, when I can actually go home, or when she can come here without all this blimmin' quarantine BS, um, then, you know, we'll we'll go back to what we used to do. And what we used to do was I'd work here for two weeks, go home for a week. I'd stay here for two weeks, she'd come down for a week, and we'd rotate around. It was brilliant. Absolutely top. So, yeah, Mo, Mo will go in the bar. Absolutely. <clears throat> Just don't try a bar finder. <laughs> well, if you do, bloody hell, make sure she charges you a lot, because I'll get that. <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, Dave says, take it and share with the top beer selling girl that week. But you see, can I just ask how that would work though? Because don't forget the girls are not going to be pestering you for lady drinks. You can buy her a drink. Of course you can, but you can't like, this is going back to that, that conversation again, where if the girl's there and you say, sweetheart, get yourself a drink, then number one, I need to figure that out because I don't want her drunk. I, I really don't. That's, that's not going to help service. Maybe you can buy her a, a, a buy her a tip, but then when you pay your bin, you're going to put a tip for the cashier and the cleaner, and, and all the tips will be shared equally. Because you know, if you go into the toilet and it's not clean, that's not good. And likewise, if you're waiting ten minutes for your bin because the cashier is not very very switched on, that's not good. It's a hell of a lot to learn. This is really is a lot more to it than I ever imagined. But the girls aren't going to be pestering you for lady drinks, so they'll be delivering a good service and if you say oh sweetheart get yourself a drink then it would probably be a soft drink i guess it would have to be because i don't want them getting drunk so i don't know it's bloody hard isn't it flipping hell uh trev how about you put that money at the end of the month to buy the star yeah that's a great idea i like that yeah that's a really nice idea because that's what see i'm all about teams that's me i'm all about teams never about me it's all about teams and yeah I like that. I really, really like that. That's a great idea, mate. I really do like that. One second. I want to write that one down. Sorry. Uh, tips by staff, lunch or dinner. Yeah, I like that. That's a great idea, mate. I like that. Now, you see, now that would incentivize me to do that and to get. But then the trouble is, flipping hell, if they want steak and chips, I'm going to have to get wankered every night. <laughs> and I don't want to do that. Flipping hell. Uh, oh, sorry, one second. Uh, oh man, so many, so many questions here. Well, Travis, thank you, my friend. It says there because it's normal doesn't mean it's right. Would love to buy you and others drinks and sit sit with friends, not lady drinks. Okay, so help me out there, my friend. What are you saying? You're saying keep the prices the same as everything else 
Is that what you're? Is that what you're saying? Because you see, like the service girls, if they, if you must buy them a drink, then they need to have an element in that drink where they'll get a tip. But you see, another thing, and, and again, like you know, I'm just talking talking rubbish here because I really don't know what I'm doing. I'm trying to be as fair as possible because let's just say, right, that one girl's particularly busy and another girl's particularly quiet in terms of interaction with the customers. Let's just say. And the girl that's busy gets a lot more uh, lady drinks. Well, I think, fairly, they should share every lady drink amongst the team that are working during that shift, I think. Because if I'm running around serving customers, maybe I don't have time for someone to offer to buy me a drink because I don't have that time to say, hi, how are you doing? Because if there's no one, no, you know, if it's not busy, busy, or, or they're in a, in a position where they can talk to you, well, of course they're going to talk to you. They're not going to serve you a drink and, and go away. Of course, they can stand and talk to you. What I'm saying is when they're talking to you, don't start doing all that stuff. You know, that's not going to happen. There's there's plenty of places you can fill your boots on that. But what I'm saying is they can, of course, they can interact with you. They can sit with you if it's quiet. But remember, if it starts to get busy, and fingers crossed it will be, well, then they're going to be taking care of customers and, and that. So I think like with the tips that the girls get on their lady drinks, I think, and again, I need to just figure this out. I don't know. But I think that should then go into a, into a group where they all get a share equally, including the cleaner, including the cashier. Because, you know, if you go into a shithole and it's, it's dirty, well, then you're going to go, this place is terrible. Let's leave it. I, and I get that. So it has to be everything every, everything equal. <clears throat> um, right. Where are we? Uh, <laughs> thank you, Andy. Uh, for a comfy seat, you'll need it when we play. I can't wait to play him. I really, really can't. Oh, I'm going to suck his eyes out and spit him in his glass. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Thank you. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Uh, Phil says, an extra 20 baht to buy you a drink is fine. You only have so many hours at the bar. Okay, well, that, that's fair. Thank you. Uh, Paul says, Trevor, if you wear a blonde wig in the bar, I'll buy you a lady drink. Did you see my interview with um, Bazza from Club Misty's? We had wigs on. It was hilarious. Ages ago, you have to scroll right back. Have salty snacks, sell more beer. No, that's, that, do you know what? That's one thing that grinds me. I hate it. When they come up and give you a tray of peanuts, I'm like, take them away. Oh, you don't want to eat? No, because they're full of salt and all you're going to do is make me want to drink more. And I get it from a from business point of view. Maybe I'm being stupid now and I'm thinking too much about how you guys feel. But for me, it's all about you guys. It's not about the bar. Obviously, I want the bar to succeed. I want the bar to make money. I want it to be a success. But I don't want to be a bar that's just focused on money, 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 money. I want it to be a pleasurable experience. I want you to go there because you enjoy it. I want you to go there because it's, you know, it's a nice place to meet up. And there will be so much other things involved in the bar, not just beer. You know, there's going to be bands, sports, pool, stuff. Oh, so much, so much. I can't go into it now because we'd spend another hour talking about it. We only cover half of it. So, you know, yeah, a pool be you're dreaming. <laughs> I'll be broke. I wish. Uh, Steve is a great guy, bought him some beers on the beach and gave me a ride. He is. He's, do you know what? The one thing I like about Steve is his attitude. He's really a very positive go-doer than a dreamer. And, that, and, and, you know, and there are people out there that dislike Steve, as I'm finding people are now dislike. I mean, there was a picture going around the other day. Me, John, and Steve called us the Three Stooges. It was brilliant. I love it. I, I just can't believe people waste their, their life. Doing that kind of stuff, it's like hilarious. But anyway, but the thing about Steve, I like is Steve's very, uh, he's very much a positive kind of person. And that's why I think we get on so well because we're both very much 
do doers and, and go out there and let's do it. And, and we're singing on the same hymn sheet here. So it's going to be great. Uh, John says, what were the buzzing bar hours and nightclub at? Uh, I don't know yet, my friend, because we've got to get the approval from uh, Tree Town. Um, we are going to possibly look at a 24-hour license. That's not to say we're going to be open 24 hours. Um, but you see, don't forget, like, we're not going to be cooking in the bar. So, like, breakfast is not really our thing. And to be honest with you, there's so many places that serve quality breakfast. You wouldn't really need it, would you? Do you know what I mean? Um, and talking about food, Jimmy made a mention to it. Where is it? I need to scroll back up and find it now. Uh, Jimmy asked a question about the about the uh, the food. Jimmy, where are you, Mark? Oh yeah. So Jimmy says, what are the food options going to be? So we're in discussions at the moment where we will provide uh, a food service from uh, a local restaurant that offers good quality food, but it's not going to be proper meals. You know, I, I, again, I just I don't know if people come and say, I want to have, I don't know. Uh, I'm not spaghetti bolognese. That's a snack food. Oh, you know, you want to have like a pork, a pork steak with some potatoes and gravy, a proper dinner. Let's call it a proper dinner. If I get enough people saying to me, "Mate, I could really do with a proper dinner," well, then we'll relook at that. I just, me personally, and I might be wrong here, so help me out. Me personally, I don't really want to go into a bar that's a bar and sit there and nosh a Sunday roast. That's just not my scene. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to be sitting there stuffing food. Sorry, mate. What'd you say? Yeah, yeah. I don't want to be doing that. I don't think that's appropriate. I think that's why we've got restaurants. Likewise, I think you need snack food. I think you need uh, snack food where flipping out. Sorry, hang on one second. Bo's messaging. What's that about? Flipping out. See, Bo, she's brilliant. She, will you go away, Bo? Let me uh, mute her. There you go. <laughs> Bless her. Um, <clears throat> See, she's starting early this morning off her own back. And this is what I love about Bo. She's really good. Um, she's started early this morning because she knows that in a bit we're going to go out and hand out the food and we're going to be busy all day. So she wants to get her normal work done. That's how committed she is. I really like Bo. Really, really good. But going back to the food, I don't, I don't think sitting there eating a full-on dinner is probably appropriate. What do you think, guys? You know, I think a snack, like a, like a quick burger, like a nice burger, stuff a burger in a couple of minutes, job done, then let's carry on having, a, having our drink. Maybe a portion of uh, chili chips or cheesy chips. I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe a, a pizza. You know, those kind of things I think are appropriate. But sitting down with a full-on meal, I think is a little bit OTT in a bar area. What do you guys think? Let's have a look. Uh, passes and rolls. Yep, I like that idea. Uh, you don't want meals, snacks. On. Yep, again, I agree with that. Um, oh, man. Now, that's a brilliant idea. Now, that is something that's that, that's old school. That's old school, and, and it's great. When it, when we're open, yeah, I think that's a great – I love that. I love that. Uh, barbecue on the roof. Now, that's another option because what we will do is we will be looking in the roof to put uh, a barbecue where you can have some ribs and stuff. And maybe we'll have a, a, a barbecue night once a month or something like that once. I, 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 I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I keep saying to people, I don't know, I don't know. And trust me, like, the list of things to discuss is, like, as long – well, it's, it's – it's longer than Jimmy's leg. It's like really, really long. So it's like so much that we've got to take. <laughs> He's going to have a go at me in a minute. Um, there's so much that you got to, that we're looking at. And this is what's so exciting. This is why it's so unbelievable. Uh, because, you know, yeah, I quite like that idea. Barbecue on the roof. I think happy days. Um, yeah, Dave Sutton says pizza. 
Oh, Gordon, that's really, really kind of you, my friend. And, and I promise you, hand on heart, I will give that to her. Um, yeah, she's fantastic. Thank you so much, mate. She really, what I like about her, um, what I like about Bo is she's very uh, thoughtful about what she does. So, like, today, like, we're going out, and, you know, once i finish finished here, I'm going to have a shower, get changed, going to sort my stuff out. Then we're going to organize the food. Then we're going to go off and do the, the deliveries and give the food out to all the people. So she's going to be out and about rushing around like a lunatic. And yesterday I said to her, I said, so we're going to, we're going to, uh, she's going to get here for nine 30 and straight away. She went, Oh, tomorrow I start work early. And I'm like, why? She, Oh, I want to get my work done. And uh, she's saying, in uh, let me just quickly reply again. I'm on live now. See, she doesn't realize I'm on this. There you go, my life. Right. Um, so she's very, very committed in what she's done, and I really like it. Uh, Paddy Jimmy says, no bugs. Oh, come on. Come on. Don't knock it till you try it. It's what you said about the lady boys. Hey, come on. Hey, no, so reach out to some local food sellers, offer a deal where they can sell outside the bar, but sit so go to the orphanage. Yeah, that's definitely something that we're considering because there is a, a space out the front where we can put some food vendors. I'm not sure... I don't know about the Thai side of things, so I'm not sure they would get our concept, but we might get like maybe there's some Falang vendors that want to sell burgers and stuff like that that have got a Thai setup, but it's owned by a Falang because maybe he'll understand that concept. But yeah, oh, that's a great idea, mate. Uh, frogs, oh, the frogs are lovely. I had frogs the other day, lovely. Flipping out, it's 157, man. Um, I always wanted to see bars that were honest. If she chooses to drink water or alcohol, it's up to them, but charge accordingly and let her tell you what she wants. 150 baht for alcohol, 100 for not. That's a good shout. I like that. I mean, yeah, to be honest with you, I can't see the girls having alcoholic drinks because I don't want them plastered. Um, so, yeah, I, I think pretty much all their drinks will be non-alcoholic. I don't know. I've got to sit down and I've got to, like, discuss this a lot more with Steve and get his advice and his opinion on what he thinks will work. Because don't forget, he's in a different environment than what the buzzing bar is. Um, but I think, like, non-alcoholic drinks, I mean, I'm even kind of like, I don't know, maybe we could call it, like, a service tip. I don't know. Maybe they don't even need a drink. Because then if you start nailing, flipping non-alcoholic drinks down their throat, they're going to be in the toilet half the time. I don't want them in there either. And uh, certainly don't want him in the tour for, for those reasons, in case you're thinking that. Um, D-Rock, thank you very much indeed, my friend. Thank you for the snacks. Yeah. I'll tell you what we should do. I'll tell you what we can do. Let's do this. Let's reverse this. Oh, what a blinding idea. Bang. The old bulb's gone. Ding. How about Jimmy's a bit of a – he's a very kind-hearted man. He's a genuinely, genuinely kind-hearted man. He constantly supports the channel. He's an absolute legend. How about we do a sponsored bug eating challenge for Jimmy? It always gets thrown at me. It's always pushed in my face. Why don't I do this? Well, how about let's do, let's organize a buzzing Jimmy bug eating competition. And when he comes out here, we'll live stream it. How hilarious would that be? What do you reckon? Oh, Jimmy's, he's, he's absolutely cringing now. He's going, I can't believe he's bloody done that. Now, you know, Jimmy, take one for the teammate. Don't, don't shy away. I know you're not a chicken. I know you're a good man. Uh, oh, your keyboard's gone a bit wobbly, mate. You need to need, need to ch change the language. I think let's do for the, for the charity. Let's do it for the kids. For the kids, let's do it a buzzing bug eating competition for Jimmy. Me and Jimmy will sit together and we'll eat them together. 
Jimmy, do it for the kids, mate. I know you're a kind-hearted man. I know you're not going to turn this down. He's killing me. He's going to kill me. I know you're not going to turn it down, Jimmy. Come on. Put it out there. Will you? I'm going to ask you now in front of the audience, will you please, as a kind-hearted man you are, will you please do a buzzing bug eating competition i'll get i'll get a selection of bugs of all the from the local bug store and we can live stream it from the bar and we'll raise some money and take the kids out for a lovely day out that you can come to so you can enjoy the day out with them would you do it and we'll raise some money for the kids jimmy what do you say mate let's wait let's see what he says and he says yeah come on jimmy yeah i'm with you mate uh lita and jimmy yeah that'd be good martin says come on jimmy uh sky says yes to a bug eating competition and he says yes 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 uh philip ha 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 uh sunrush but jimmy the pressure's on mate don't let us down uh great idea the potato jimmy bug challenge i love it it's a great idea oh here we go. come on jim come on don't let us down we're near the end of the show now come on come on don't let us down he's like no chance no <laughs> Andy, you're right, mate. For the kids, Jimmy, take one for the team. Come on, you you were laughing your head off when you know I've got to do what I've got to do. Come on, mate. David says, go for it, Jimmy. Jimmy says, ha, I'd love to see it. Yeah. Come on. Come on, Jimmy. What do you say, my friend? <laughs> he says, I'm off. <laughs> oh, brilliant, brilliant. Right, talking about off, we'll leave Jimmy alone. We'll see if he has a little think about it. Come on, mate. I'll put my arm around you. I'll give you a cuddle. I'll even squeeze your boob when I put when I put my arm around you. Come on. Come on, mate. Come on. Do it. Come on. Come on. Anyway, right. Listen, we've had a fantastic two hours. I've absolutely loved it. It's been brilliant. Uh, all I can say is thank you so much to everybody for, for joining. Thank you guys so much for your super chats today. As you know, that goes to the uh, donations. Thank you so much. That's very, very kind of you. Guys, thank you much to, to, to Gabby and to Jimmy and to Andy for uh, helping me out here with the uh, moderating. That's fantastic. Thank you so much, guys. Much, much appreciated. And, uh, guys, thank you for joining. And like I say, let me let me quickly put this up here. Let me just uh, let me throw this out for you. There you go. On a serious note, before we finish, as we're going to finish, um, please, if you've got any ideas, anything you want to either join our Discord group um, I think it's still, let me just check. Is that there? Oh, yeah, there you go. So that's the latest comment for me. That's the latest invite link. Join the Discord group. There is a section there called the Buzzing Bar. And uh, have your say, guys, or email me some thoughts. You know, I want to make this a place where you want to come. And I'm trying my best to overcome all the obstacles. I hopefully will have the freelancers balanced off against my staff, the girls that are working in there. After work, they can do what they want. There's the outside and there's the air-conditioned inside. There's the people watching. There's the pool tables. There's the band. Everything should be there. There's food that will be delivered, so you don't even need to leave your seat. The girls will organize all that for you. It's all there. So hopefully uh, we, will go, we will get to where we need to be. But uh, all right. Thank you very much indeed, guys. Thank you so much for everybody for your support. It's been amazing. Thank you so much. Don't forget Sunday, Sunday. Uh, David McMillan, I think that's going to be a really interesting live stream. I really, really do. So if you can make it Sunday, come and join and ask him his questions. You know, I've got some great ones and, uh, about how he sawed his way out through the bars and he escaped, etc. So I can't wait to find out about that. Be interesting. All right, that's it for me, guys. Thank you so much to everybody for joining in. It's been fantastic. I really, really am so pleasured that you're here. And uh, I'm off. I'm going to go and uh, get myself showered, get myself out there, 
and we're going to go and do what we do all the time. And uh, I do believe Jimmy's just messaging me. <laughs> see, he, see, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm no, I'm not, I'm having that. He thought he was safe then. Hang on, let me just quickly put this comment up. He's going to kill me now. No ducking way. I'm putting a bug or a cock in my <laughs> Oh, brilliant. There you go. That's some, uh, that's some patty to me. Bless him. Love him to bits. All right, guys, that's it for me. Thank you very much indeed, guys. Thanks ever so much. Thank you for joining me. And I'll see you same, uh, see 5 p.m. on Sunday, ready to see what's going on. All right, let me get out of here. There we go.